understand your life saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, family. Welcome to Tebow How's everybody doing tonight? Seth is already coming in with the zingers. He was like, I don't know what was happening prior. Something to do with lips. <laughs> so that, you got to be here for the post show just to find out. So oh, no. <laughs> so, yes, everybody, in case um, I, I know that people are here primarily for the fact that we have announced a 900 subscriber giveaway, which Woo. is great. Uh, and we have well, one massive push. That, well, it's gotten up to 976 subscribers. So Dang. I know a lot of people join these things just so, you know, like become a subscriber to answer to try to win. And then when the giveaway is done, they immediately unsubscribe. I'm asking you, please, if you're just don't do that, because tomorrow I'm going to be recording a video for our 1000 subscriber video. Whoa. And exactly. And the, that is going to be a 9.6. Pacelli variant of the first appearance of Miles Morales, Ultimate Fallout 4. That's awesome. Hey, Ooh. Anthony. Uh, <laughs> yes, I did get a couple of good pickups this week. I'll talk about that in a few minutes. Oh, there we go. There's a chat. Let's see. Uh, what's up? What's up? Be right back. Your Instagram question. Okay, Christian, uh, what we are asking your Instagram uh, with a question mark? My Instagram would be uh, Ohana underscore comics. Kyla, hi. Welcome to the stream. We've got six uh, viewers already, and we know this is going to start going up higher, which is cool. Um, bu -bu 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 -bu. Oh, wait. That's, a that's the other window. <laughs> I'm going to put this one over here so I can keep an eye on both of them. So I'm not going to have to worry about the chat in the live stream, only this chat in the YouTube studio. Is that correct, Greg? Yes. Okay. Cool, cool. Ah, so... Again, we'd like to welcome back Deacon Pecoris to the channel. Uh, World-renowned artist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has uh, had uh, multiple um, variant covers for number one issues of, uh, actually, see, so you got Closet, you got Ultra Massive, you've got After School. Um, Slumber. Slumber, thank you. Dang it. Uh, <laughs> and... Um, Hopefully, hopefully one day we will have a variant cover with uh, both Syndicate Comics and Team Ohana logos on the back drawn by Christopher That Carlos would be himself. awesome. That would be awesome. Well, actually, I don't want to say anything here. I'll have to talk to you outside of the live stream, but there might be something. About we, that, you might get privileged information. In. I feel like I'm like one of the click yeah. gang now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, we got to have a little conversation at some point. Uh, also, yeah. uh, to get a message to uh, Greg, uh, which kind of let like let everybody know. Um, I got a little update that they are almost done with our new logo. Oh, very good. And they will be presenting us. Uh, uh, design options so, so we can try to upgrade our channel and we'll be working on patreon and uh, i know you said tiktok a couple times man but i'm just i'm not doing this you know <laughs> dude i'll floss I don't, i'll sell out i don't care <laughs> floss is like three years ago <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know richard you know you might find a little niche on there that uh just wants to see uh you know a guy like such as yourself doing uh, TikTok dances. You never know. 
true. <laughs> Don't yeah. limit yourself, man. Your dreams are as big as they <laughs> can be as big as you want. What dance is that? That's the WTF. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's see. Uh, Saf says that my favorite part this week was making the vote on Deegan's Patreon even for a while and making him sweat. <laughs> I yes. had a feeling he left a comment with the little uh, smiley face with the halo above his head. And mm-hmm. it was when, yeah, it was even. It was two votes and two votes. And I was like, oh, this bastard, I know what he's doing. <laughs> I was like, he's, so, he's he's an agent of chaos. He just wants to see the world burn. Oh, for- <laughs> He's like, oh, man, maybe it'll like be directly down the middle, and then I'd have to figure out what the hell to do to break the tie. I saw a little child in a village. She had a Deegan Pecoris print as big as a grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> and Anthony Wheeler picked up a man thing number one 9.0 this week. Nice. Bravo. bravo. That's what I what I was reading before. I went, oh. <laughs> you heard Very it here nice. on this channel first, by the yes. way. We broke that trailer down and we caught that one frame where Man Thing was. Um in the Werewolf by Night trailer. Rich will do well with the bear crowd. There's an audience. Wait, wait, wait are we like <laughs> yes. teddy bears or no. bear naked? No, 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 it's not the no, it's not the kind of bear that that I. Yeah, uh, I don't know what this means. <laughs> it's okay. Just <laughs> you're better off. <laughs> I mean, it's scaring me because one guy's like, "You never heard of two girls in one cup? You should go Google that." Oh no! Ooh, I almost threw up. It's not. It's not that. It's not. It's just a term for. Uh, gay. It's like a gay thing. It doesn't mean you're gay. Just, just whatever. We'll talk about it when we talk about the comic with Deegan post. And hopefully the two conversations will not be related. <laughs> oh, man. Saf, what have you done? Get the, li- get the lid on this can of worms. Yes. Immediately. Yes. Um, well, so what's uh, Anthony asked me what I got this week. Yes. What I got this week was a comic book holder upon oh, cool. Rich's, Rich's oh, store uh, folio. Yes. I didn't even know Very such nice. a thing existed. I know. It's um, convenient. As you can see, I got uh it was full. I got a massive two two books this week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well it still protected them though. <laughs> That's right. Uh I've been picking up every one of these because you just never know when uh oh, yeah, know, there's, there's gonna be another Gwen or something. Yep. You know? um, I really think that uh spider T Rex is gonna hit. Spider Rex, oh man! Spider Rex, yep. And then uh, this Daredevil, I really like Zdarsky, and this Daredevil, it's really like his. It's still the same run, even though it started over at one again. But yeah, that run is so good. Oh, it's awesome. Um, I got these two. I don't know something. These kind of books. It's like a girl in a school with a dog, and then some brain. With like a rabbit and tentacles and stuff. He's not looking. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at the chat. Oh my it's god, okay. I feel so bad. Of course, no, it's okay, man. <laughs> I'm just oh playing. man, that's so yeah. awesome. So you got you got my two exclusives. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, and you got yours. Yeah, that's awesome. It came uh, waiting, waiting came back a nine eight. I'm so happy that it actually came back a nine eight. That's with really the cool. uh, remark at the top there. Man, I tell you what, I can draw that remark in my sleep oh. at this point. I drew it so many times for that the book that book launch. I think I did I want to say I did like 50 of those remarks when the book first came out. Did I get one? Um, I don't remember anymore, man. I really oh, okay. don't remember anymore. <laughs> 
If um, you didn't, man, you know I'll hook you up if you uh, if you want to remark on your book. I'll, uh... Well, he's got one graded coming back, but oh, I, pre okay. I pre ordered mine and mm -hmm. got his release day. So John had sent it in its two different batches. Gotcha. So he hasn't uh, unpacked the second batch yet. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, oh, yeah, you if, you got after school too. That's awesome. Thank you guys for picking up those covers of mine. That's really cool of you. Yeah, and man. It, and I'll tell you the truth. This, it looks cool on camera. This looks actually even better in person. It really does. I felt that way, too, when I finally got one. I was like, it, it came out really good in the print. And, uh, and the back, the, what's the back cover? Is that the actual <laughs> like, cover A, or is that you? So, or? so that's, a, that's a panel from in the book. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's and it's kind of a spoiler. I'm kind of surprised that they just slapped it on the back of the book like that. But um, I'm surprised that I paid for a bag and a board, and this is what I got. And then they didn't give you a board. <laughs> no, and I got a, I got like some. I don't even have a comic book size bag. Oh geez, that's weird. Hey, I guess at least it didn't come in a Ziploc, right? There we go. <laughs> But you know what? It got there safe. That was the important part. Yeah, and, and a Gemini mailer. Which well, you know. next time you uh, are you going to the shop next Wednesday? Always, yeah. Oh uh, well, I'll be up there next Wednesday. If you bring it with you, I'll sign it for you. Cool. Uh, yeah, and I'll pass it to John and add that to the next batch of books going out someday. Nice. <laughs> he's, he's so busy. <laughs> he is so busy, man. Uh, so yeah, Anthony. Uh, I picked up. I actually got a nine point oh of a comic book this week also. And I didn't even think about it until Greg mentioned about his copy. And I'm like, I've always wanted to get one. And this is a great time. Why did I not pick one of these up? So, Hey, thank you to Greg. But I was able to get the, uh, Oh yeah. The Marvel premiere 47 first appearance of, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Scott Lang is Ant-Man. Yeah. I only have a measly seven. Oh, well, as I told you in the message, the way they grading these days, and I read the greatest <laughs> notes. This could easily be a seven seven point five if you know, by today's standards, the way that they're grading. Yeah, it's got a uh, a bend that breaks the color in the top corner. It almost looks like a mist trim here, but that's the manufacturer. And there are three color breaking spine ticks on the spine. So, and I've got books that look better than that. Uh, they got back a seven with no greatest notes. So. <laughs> Um, I wanted to address one of the questions. What was it? Uh, Saf, he said, is there such thing as a 10 grade? Is it a myth? No, it exists. It's very hard to get. Mm -hmm. I got close this past week. Another thing I picked up, you, you were, we were doing this uh, last week and I got myself a nine. Oh, nine that's awesome. God, the, even, uh, even nine nines are super, super hard to get. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool book to have it on too. Oh yeah, I love that. Uh, like that cover is awesome. Fighting game homage kind of thing. Yeah. And I love yeah. Black. a lot of the times the tens get you get the tens on like the foil books that go straight to CGC. Yeah. Um, but they're kind of funny. They for some reason they have this mentality that if they get a book and it looks great, it's a nine point eight. It has to be something really spectacular to, uh, above and beyond new. To make it a nine, nine, or a ten, and I'm like, no, uh, it shouldn't be, but all right. Uh, Godzilla versus Power, dude. I am not judging you. I I love the Boom books. 
that's awesome. Anthony's reading him. Saf's reading him. That's super cool. Um, I saw that crossover, and I'm thinking Godzilla would wipe the floor with them. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't know. They got Zords. Mm-hmm. They got those Godzilla-sized swords. It's Godzilla. What, what about all right? So what about if it was uh, Shin? Was it Shin Godzilla? There you go. It'd be like a that would be like real ro- like Gundam robots. Kind yeah, of. <laughs> that would be good too. You ever watch uh, the Shin Godzilla? I never got a chance to see that one. I have, I paid for that on I think Google or something like that to, to watch oh, it. Oh, that's the one that like I don't know. It was like five or six years ago. It keeps morphing into something more powerful each time. It's so creepy the way it is. Him, and it's like. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> but I love it. I mean, it's really well done. I'm sure that's what they're trying to elicit, but yeah, wow. Uh, see, Anthony says to be fair, I'm also reading those and the Rangers cross uh, TMNT crossover. Uh, Saf is also reading that weird crossovers for the win, but with beautiful you. covers. Uh, and just finished the latest Hulk episodes. Loving. Uh, I'm loving the show. So many callbacks. Yes. I can't understand so many people hating so many things. One guy posted in one of the She-Hulk forums on Facebook about uh, they, they posted the pictures of, you know, the, the She-Hulk drawings where the arms are like this big around and, you know, the, the, her legs are a bigger diameter than my stomach. And you know, like, if you oh. want the show to, to be good, it has she, she, She-Hulk should look like this. She's got to be thick with two C's. Yeah, I mean, I like no. She, yeah, she didn't look like that in the comic books for very long. Like, Thank you. Yeah, and, like and definitely not originally. No, I'm yeah. looking right behind your head, and she's really just a large green woman. Not like yeah. the proportions are pretty similar. But I mean, they had it more like you know, like like almost like the Hulk body. You know, the the, the newer versions where she's like massively, ridiculously buffed up. And I'm like, no, this is kind of, this is actually very similar to the John Byrne sensational She-Hulk, which is very similar to the style of writing, and it's a comedy. Yep. She's anatomically correct. Go read a comic and shut up. You know? <laughs> or yeah. read something other than the one comic that you read where you saw her look the way that you think she should look. You know, it's like, it's it's so funny how so many people seem to forget that there's a million interpretations of all these characters. Yes. I, I just think it's uh, we're getting so many ways of hating these days. It's getting ridiculous. Oh yeah, uh, drives me nuts. Uh, you're like, oh wow, she's breaking the fourth wall. She's copying Deadpool, dude. She was doing it for twenty years before Deadpool was created. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now everybody freaking out yeah. over Disney making a uh, a black uh, Ariel. Does it matter what color she is? She's not even human. Relax. <laughs> she's a mermaid. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's always going to be that. Um, those are the same people that brigade do the the one ratings across the board. Yeah, just to get their voice heard. We're going to destroy this show. Power to the people. Why? Why? I mean, just because we can. That's why. It's woke. Yeah, uh, I think it's often the other direction of. Oh, oh, they're destroying because it's woke. Yeah, I see. What yeah. You're I swear to God, that's a word that's being so overused and out of context that I don't even know if it has meaning anymore. I yeah. agree. <laughs> it's one of those. Well, I mean, they're 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 picking on um, like this. They're saying that uh, they're portraying men to be 
you know, in a bad light in the She-Hulk show. Uh, not all the guys in the show. <laughs> a lot of them I know. I love the. Oh, very good. I love the attorney that she works with at the office that she works with. The one that gave her the the map to uh, the best place to poop. <laughs> yeah, and he's and he's a sneaker collector and stuff. Yes, I'm like, yes, he's freaking hilarious. Oh, I love that guy. And I know yeah. guys like that in real life. Like that is a real person, <laughs> you know. Like yeah, but you know, like oh, all, all the people in the dating app, and I keep you know trying to get people to understand. Look, if you're a guy on a dating app, you're one of two people. One is somebody who is genuinely trying to find somebody that maybe you could have a relationship with, with the potential of settling down, marrying, having a family. Two, I want to not notch in my in my bedpost. Yes, unfortunately, two main, the two main categories. I'm not saying which one has more or or less than the other. What I am saying is which one is going to be the one that answers the She-Hulk. If you want to build a family and have kids, you want to have the chance that Thanos is going to be knocking at the door. <laughs> Oh, and Saf made such a good point. I hate this, too. He said, um, oh, don't get me started on the whole, quote, blank came first. People are watching the Black Panther trailer and saying Namor is ripping off Aquaman. It's like <laughs> We've talked bomb. about that. We've talked about that twice. <laughs> and like, mean, Namor is original, but Aquaman is a lot older than people think, though. I didn't know it was yeah. as close as it was. But like it's it, that those people prove the point of why the rumor is that Namor isn't going to be from Atlantis. In the movie, like there's a lot of rumors that he's not going to have anything to do with Atlantis. It's going to be a totally different name. And a yeah. lot of comic book fans are getting all butthurt about it because, oh, well, they're changing his origin. He's supposed to be from Atlantis. And it's like, well, unfortunately, a vast majority of the crowd that are going to see this movie can't. People are dumb. Yeah. And if you have two characters that are from Atlantis and underwater and have very similar powers... People are going to be like, "Whoa, well, I'm confused," you know, and it's like, "Wow, I never thought of that." Yeah, well, I mean, it also depends about what you're exposed to in the first place. Uh, I don't yep. want to say anything negative about her, but I'm just using this as an example. My ex-wife, <laughs> um, I we were watching the Peter Jackson King Kong movie on mm. DVD when it first came out, and afterwards, she, I said, "So, what did you think?" She goes, "Well, an island with giant gorillas and." Uh, dinosaurs it sounds like it's trying to rip off jurassic park i said <laughs> honestly jurassic park ripped off king kong from 60 years if, ago <laughs> if you want to do it yeah yeah i mean it was really that was black and white with Faye ray <laughs> that was that was the original jurassic park Sorry, guys, i'll original. be right back no you're good uh anthony i did i got this badass foil version and uh the cover a pretty stoked about it it's cool. I'm cool. glad somebody else likes uh, Rangers up in here. And um, can I tell about what else I got? <laughs> Let me just read Seth. So let's oh. be honest. Disney doesn't want people to use their Aquaman Atlantis playset with their Namor action figures. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Dark helmet. Uh, what? Knock before you come in here. Knock. <laughs> Did you see anything? No, I didn't see you playing with your with your toys again. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Two. Yes. Oh man. And those are that's not a copy. Those are actual Steranko autographs. Yeah. Pop that's a beautiful cover. That cover. That's the right yeah, color marker and everything. Perfect. It's a beautiful I cover. I didn't know he was still like actively doing covers. Oh well, this is like 2016, but 
Yeah. That's not that long ago, six years ago. So the guy was already what eighty six. That's what. Yeah, that's what. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's cool. These do some of these legends are like still rocking and rolling. I do have to say, some of them though have lost a step, and I feel bad saying that. But like some of these covers from older, you know, um, artists, I'll see more recently, and it's just like before I know who it is, I'm like, oh man, that's rough. And then I look at the name and I'm like, oh crap, that's that person. I'm like, geez, <laughs> you know, it's like, I feel like, and also I think sometimes certain artists just aren't as good with certain characters, you know? Mm. So uh, Larry's joined the group saying it's the Rankos. We got uh, Shop for Comics jumping in. Hey, hey, how's it going, buddy? Um, Larry says that he does, Storanko does stuff every blue moon. And well, I'm glad that I got those then. Anthony's saying that the foil is worth the $8.99, but Saf said uh, earlier that uh, I don't have that Power Ranger comic yet. The foil one, that's what uh, Anthony meant. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Larry says Frank Miller has gotten sloppy. Yeah. That's a, that's a shame. I think I think part of it with some of them, too, is, you know, like, obviously, as you get older, you know, your motor functions can start to not be you know quite as as good as they used to be so i can't i can't imagine that that wouldn't have at least a little bit to do with it you know mm -hmm. um your eyesight as well too yeah I, I i already know my eyesight's bleh. i would wear these all the time but i'm trying to avoid glare on against the screen well i'm not getting too much i'll leave them on that's why i keep looking down like that <laughs> Oh yeah, well, I got the bifocal, so I'm I'm doing like the uh, the Fred Sanford. Oh, what? 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 <laughs> Who said that? What? Um. <laughs> so how was Tucson, my friend? Yes. Tucson was awesome. Yeah, it went really good. Like it was. First of all, it was just really nice to see my family. You know that I haven't seen in like six years now. Um, wild man yeah it's a long time to and it doesn't really hit you until you see them again you know mm -hmm. like once i was like you know at dinner with my sister and her husband and my mom and stuff it like really started to hit me so it was it was really nice like um it was great seeing them and the convention went awesome like um i can't say enough good stuff about that convention it's run really well um they uh all the people that work for it are awesome you know the volunteers and i actually met um the owner of the convention and he was super nice guy and um cool. yeah just like super super nice like he he was and it was cool because i don't you don't usually get to meet the people who run these conventions you know most of them they're very much behind closed doors or doing things you know not really meeting and greeting and all weekend he was walking around talking to everybody and it was i just thought that was really cool like you can tell he really cares about the show and how people are doing at the show. So um, I can't say enough nice stuff about him. And um, they were saying that they'd like to invite me back next year as a guest to this time. So oh, that would be yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. If, yeah, if that smile, like, happen, that would be awesome. <laughs> so that'll be really cool. I'll get to see my family again, which is nice. But then also, you know, I won't have to pay for the table, which is a huge expense, you know, so that, yeah, makes it a lot nicer. So. I mean, it was really awesome. It was really awesome. I was. You're one of the things that, as a draw, 
and a benefit and asset to this convention. This is why they want you. Yes, I hope. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, at least at least they think so. You know, like yeah, that's, uh, that's the important thing. It'll take me a while to think so, but <laughs> I'm like, as long as they think so, that's a uh, that's nice. So sorry, God. I was, oh, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, Greg. Me, you, Greg, him, we, Greg, me, Greg, me, you. Greg, Greg, go, Greg. <laughs> I feel like that uh, Saturday Night Live <laughs> Roxbury thing. Uh, you were talking about how uh, Ewan McGregor's signature was 325 bucks. Wasn't that how much it was? I think so. But that's, yeah. that's and then Saf was like, he's trying hard to ruin his image. But that's that's kind of low for the celebrities that they I was going to say they just announced a Robert Pattinson one, and that motherfucker's charging $400. Yes, a signature. I, I wouldn't give him forty bucks. <laughs> I'm just like it drives me nuts with these celebrities that do the CGC signings because I'm like, you're not making enough. You know, and, like and what how much did Robert comics? Pattinson make to to be oh, Batman? Batman? Like millions of dollars. Like I'm like, do you really need four hundred dollars a signature to go into CGC and sign some stuff for a few hours? It's like I, golly, man. I wouldn't. Think- Brad, uh, you, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have any interest in doing Robert Pattinson with the new Batman. But for four hundred dollars, I would send that new reprint of Batman eighty nine in to get um, uh, Michael Keaton. That would be cool to me for four hundred. But not Robert Pattinson. Sorry. Do they? I wonder if they set their prices, or is it like their? It might their be their management team. team. Yeah, that's always yeah. possible. And you know, when you have a management team, like sometimes, sometimes certain management teams are not the most upstanding people and they get a certain percentage off of their income. So the higher the rate per signature, the more they're going to get on the back end. So yeah, that might be possible too. I guess I won't be so hard on the celebrities for now. Adam says, I remember meeting Adam. (laughs) I remember meeting Adam West and he signed my book for free. Where are those days? Actually, I did get a chance a long time ago at a New York comic con to meet Adam West and in person, he was a genuinely smart and sweet, witty guy. I've heard so, that from a lot of people. That's really yes. cool. I always like to hear that stuff. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy I walked away with a smile, the fact that I just met him. And that was before cool. uh, his resurgence in popularity, too. So That's awesome. That was like 87, 86, somewhere or other. You can't put a price on that feeling as you were walking away. Yeah. Very that, true. He was the, the the undercard celebrity. The the top the the main draw to that one was Isaac Asimov. Why do I know that name? Sci-fi writer. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, it's so funny with that stuff though, because yeah, it's like every convention I do, because you know, like I've told you guys before, I I sign for free. You know, if anybody buys a print, they buy a cover, they get a commit anything from me, I sign it for free. Uh, if they bring me a comic book, I'll sign it for free. And it's like, I don't know. I just, you know, I just, I have a hard time. I have a hard time with the idea of it. It's like if somebody's put money into you and supported you, like, it takes two seconds to sign something. You know, like, I think the only way that I could ever foresee ever charging for signatures is in instance, because I'm a very anti-scalper. Like mm-hmm. I hate scalpers with a passion. And so if it ever got to the point where I was at a convention and some guy's walking up with 
a, a long box full of comics that he wants me to sign and it's obvious that they're not for his personal collection yeah. like that's when you know you kind of start and i think honestly that's why a lot of comic book artists even do it like even charge because that usually helps weed out the the people who are doing it for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. you know i can see um, that yeah and like i know mark bagley he signs stuff for free if you let him personalize it to you because obviously if you let him personalize it you're not probably going to be selling that to someone else because yeah. he knows if they have your name or not um and then i think he charges five dollars per signature if you don't have them that's reasonable uh, yeah. yeah and and that's the thing is at least it's a reasonable cost and I could imagine that that would at least weed out the guys that are going to bring up like a hundred books or something like that, you know? That's really um, smart. But yeah, it's just a hard balance. It's it's kind of hard because it's like I never want to charge for signatures, but at the same time, unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that take advantage of stuff, you know, and that don't have good intentions. So it's like, you know, what do you do to, to combat any of it, you know? there's uh, I've been trying to get my hands on a Mark Hamill uh, CGC signature series, but those are so expensive because he just doesn't do yeah. events where they have CGC representatives. And there is one which is about a quarter of the price of all the others, and it's because it's personalized. Uh, and it says, to Matt, forcefully yours, uh, Mark Hamill. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's really cool. <laughs> reasonably priced, but my name's not Matt. So... <laughs> just legally change it. If I, my name was Matt... <laughs> <laughs> It'd probably be cheaper than going and buying the regular signature. So <laughs> yes, uh, TN Comic Collector. That's that's your boy Cliff, right? Yeah, Cliff. What's up, man? Not to name drop, but Deegan sent me a free signed print. Just saying. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I always I like I I'm glad that's that, um, and I know that it, I know that he really appreciated it too. And that's you know such a huge part of why I do stuff like that sometimes. You know because. Well, and again, like, you know, Cliff is awesome. And like, he's already, you know, done a commission with me. He's already set up a second commission with me. He, you know, talked to me for a long time at the convention that we met at and was just a super cool guy. And it's like, um, you know, when people support you like that, you know, again, you know, taking, you know, five or 10 minutes out of my day to, to sign a print and send it, it's like, that's a small, you know, thing that I can do that, you know, just is going that little bit extra for somebody who is doing the same, you know, for me. So uh, I really appreciate you, Cliff. And uh, hopefully you get to go to Memphis Comic Con next week. I hope you end up getting to go. It'd be cool to see you again. Well, we're about a half hour in. Will you say we do the first giveaway? Let's do it. All All right. So in case you're in the chat and you haven't already done this, I'm going to say this slow to give you a chance to go and do it. Um, we have our 900 subscriber video, which hopefully everybody saw that and they got on there and they made sure that they're a subscriber. They click like and they left the comments. So Greg is going to be getting ready to pull all those comments into the random comment generator. We're going to pull two winners to celebrate and say thank you for getting us to 900. Smashing through it, actually. We're almost at 1,000. And <laughs> Humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> the... <laughs> the um, we know that our channel has grown a lot, not just from comics-related stuff, but also because of our reaction videos. And we don't want to just ram a comic book down somebody's throat that doesn't like comic books. So we just made it nice and simple. Cash. <laughs> so Everybody, everybody, everybody eat, likes money, right? We're going to pick two winners tonight. 
based on those comments in the 900 subscriber video and give a $25 either gift card or I can PayPal or Cash App or whatever you want, send it to you. And if you happen to be here in the live stream and you don't watch this on the replay and you say, hey, thanks, I just won it, I'm going to double it, make Ooh. it a $50 winner. Whoa. So and we're going to do this twice. So this could be up to $100 out of my pocket. Bear in mind, we're not monetized here. We're not making any money here. We're just trying to grow the channel so that way we can get those commercials and we can make like a whopping one to two cents per commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and we, hey, on some of these videos, man, we might make like eight bucks. Hey, <laughs> hey, got to start somewhere. Hey, exactly. that's almost two $5 bags at Wendy's. I'm, so. a vegan. I'm a vegan. I don't go to Wendy's. Brought to you by Wendy's. Thank you very much. <laughs> Dave Thomas, rest in peace. Yeah, right. Yeah, Sherry was asking, well, maybe we can get some uh, some companies to, you know, like, let us do commercials for them. I said, they they want more like, more like 90,000 subscribers, not 900 subscribers. But, you know, someday, you know, maybe we'll be doing ads. You just got to convince them to get in on the ground floor, man. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I can, you know, I, I could be the hair club for men, you know. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Shall we? Seth said one to two cents. Hey, let's not go crazy. <laughs> exactly. All We're right. not in this. We all have day jobs. Well, the two people on the top of the screen do. <laughs> uh, Deacon's job I, is like 20. I, I know. I was going to say, I'm not going to let not to sidetrack, but I'm like, you know, I. I'm struggling financially to the point where I'm like, I should have a, a day job. I just don't have time for a day job. <laughs> it's like, this takes up so much time. I'm like, shit, even if I wanted one, I couldn't, couldn't get one. And you know, Deegan has a very good Patreon page as well with uh, great videos, great information. Uh, and if oh, you yes. join up at the uh, platinum level, I believe it is, you get two prints per month. One of them being signed and numbered. So what was that you said about prints? Yes. So yeah, so this Ooh. month, so this month, everybody, uh, everybody in that platinum tier and the ten dollar tier gets to vote on four options of what the print is going to be for the month. So this was the winner this month was my Daredevil and Kingpin piece. So what you get at the platinum level is you get a um, black and white version signed and uh, signed and hand numbered up here, mm -hmm. and then you also get the colored version as well. So, God, this camera always screws me up. I'm always like, which direction <laughs> do I go? But and that yeah, one's so, signed as well, though, right? At the yep, top? and that one is signed as well. So you get two of them. And what's cool about that platinum tier is, so the colored ones I, I will also sell at conventions. But mm -hmm. the black and white ones are made exclusively for Patreon and hand-numbered. So, like, this one, there's literally only five of them that exist. And they're hand-numbered. So if you get in at that platinum level, like... If I ever do manage to, you know, make it in this industry, yeah, you're going to exactly. end up with some of the like most rare stuff that that I've ever made because it's it's uh, only for that Patreon tier. But yeah, yep. thank you for thank you for plugging me as always, Richard. Uh, oh, I'm terrible at it. it. Well, I joined the Patreon, uh, the the Platinum. Uh, the last on uh, the last show that you would join uh, that you joined us on, and you said thanks a lot. I know you're gonna uh, you can you can leave uh, quit it right after. After the show's over. No, I'm still in it. <laughs> I know. I appreciate it. you. I told. I appreciate him, you, man. You know about it. She's like, wait. So you get signed prints and numbered prints, and it's costing you ten bucks. Yeah, considering how much I, I blow at the comic book store, that's the equivalent of like two books that will wind up in the dollar bin a week. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh, it, well, it really it really genuinely helps me a ton too cool. so it means a lot it means a lot so and got hopefully the, uh, we got a cool one coming in this month too we're between uh scarlet spider kane the red and black costume uh radiant black um Ooh. black cat and uh the blue and black invincible so the print for september is going to be one of those four so yes greg cool. i voted for radiant black for you this week this month i don't i feel <laughs> i feel bad voting because i'm not i'm not all the way up in the platinum so it, it doesn't i guess no get hey no you get hey, the vote I, you're just not going to get the the numbered print but we get well, the, the high quality image though as part of yeah you get the you get here. the digital artwork of it yeah so mm -hmm. every month that i make that print you get the digital art so you can use it on your phone you know as wallpaper and stuff and also uh, the reason that I made it at the $10 level that you can still participate in the voting is because I want it to be kind of a community fun activity. And also yeah. uh, the colored versions of the prints will still be up for sale for everybody if they want to buy one after the fact. Uh, so technically you can still vote and hope that the one that you want to win wins. And then you could always end up buying it at a convention or on my online store later on and stuff like that. So, but sorry, I didn't mean to hijack this. Let's give money. No, away. That's, no, that's, that's fine. Awesome. <laughs> Check out the Patreon in the link that's scrolling across the bottom when you get a chance, guys. Man, this is all fancy now. You got like little, little bars at the bottom scrolling, and <laughs> we're working. Well, we in the next one we'll actually have the chat showing up here too, which we can start popping the comments cool. onto the screen. We're yeah. learning this, and we actually got a good tutorial from uh, um, Shop Shop for Comics. He yeah. jumped in, stalking us. On another channel, uh, <laughs> Anthony has a quick question. Do you, Deegan, do you only draw Marvel? Um, so I don't only draw Marvel. I've just always been kind of a Marvel like fanboy uh, since I was a kid. Like that's kind of what I grew up, you know. Because all a lot of the animated series that I grew up on back in the '90s were most mostly Marvel, uh, you know, other than the Batman animated series. So I just got super addicted to uh, Spider-Man and X-Men, you know, stuff like that. Um, I loved Batman the animated series. That's why he's one of my favorite characters to this day. But um, I don't know. I just have always been more drawn to Marvel stuff. So I just have more fun drawing that. Um, I love drawing DC stuff and I would love to draw more DC stuff. But DC is a lot more hardcore about their rights and going after artists who draw the characters without their permission and stuff. So it's a little bit more of a slippery slope. DC scares me a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I tend to do DC stuff mostly for uh, private commissions and stuff like that more than I do for art prints and, and things like that. So no, I love DC. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where I don't get to draw it as much as I'd like to. I still need to uh, pave for that uh, Kyle Rayner. Oh man. Anytime, man, you let me know. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Rayner is my favorite green lantern. So well, it totally makes sense because he's he's a he's an artist. That's his that's his thing too. So that's cool. I know. Yeah, I always thought that was kind of a neat idea. Saf um, said that I kept calling the platinum level diamond last time and kept double checking. Wait, am I missing something, <laughs> dude? Like, yeah, that's what's what's funny is I totally screwed it up the other day when I was posting in the Patreon because I I'm like I created the tiers and I'm getting confused. I'm like it's it's bronze, gold, silver, and diamond. So it is diamond, but so it's not platinum. I started saying platinum and screwing everything up so everybody can just blame me. It's all, it's my well, well, bottom line is diamond or platinum. They're both things I can't afford. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, maybe one day if I get another level that's beyond diamond, it could be platinum or something. And then it's really going to get fucking confusing. So uh, call, call it well, mithril. Call it mithril. <laughs> mithril. 
What is that? That's uh from like video games and Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, so are we ready, sir, Greg? Yeah, let's rock and roll. Let's do this. Um, I guess I'll share my screen to show the process and. Yeah, absolutely. You might okay. want to make your screen the bigger one as well. Yes, of course. Uh, share screen. Boom. Boom. How's that? Does that work? Absolutely great. Okay. So random we, comment picker. Here we go. For the gift card. And if you're present, say something and you'll get two times. How many comments do we have? Uh log in with your Facebook. Oh no, that's Facebook. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Stand by. How many comments do we have? Uh we'll see in one moment. Oh, that's the Deegan's. Oh. Filter duplicate. Um, anything else? Add the, the answer little question box at the bottom. How many one plus one is? Make sure you're not a bot. <laughs> yep. Get comments. 110 unique. <laughs> 110 comments. Well, money talks, man. Why not? What the heck? <laughs> All right. Start raffle and pick winner. Cool. Absolutely. Here we go. First winner of the evening. Amor. Amor. Actually, what does the comment say? Done. Follow all the rules. I hope you blessed me tonight, sir. I believe that comment was actually... I know, right? Hello. <laughs> not for $25, I'm not. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, no, actually, I, I remember this comment because I tried to make sure that I acknowledge every comment as they were coming in so they know that we saw it. And this one came in tonight. This was a relatively new, you know, last minute comment. Fantastic. Okay, okay Amor, are you in the chat? Are you here on the live stream? Are you here? Uh, we can keep this up for a minute or so just to give her a chance. I'm assuming it's a her. Um, otherwise, it's part of the bear community. <laughs> yes, I'm here. Hey, congratulations. Oh, hell yeah. Are you? just became 50. Amazing. Dude, congratulations, Amor. All right. So, Amor, what I need you to do is on Instagram, go to Ohana underscore comics. It's got the same logo as the Basset Hound. And send me a message with um, your email address. And how do you want this? Do you want it as PayPal? Would you like it as Cash App? Would you like it as a Visa gift card? What would you like? And I'll shoot you over 50 bucks. I'm going to drop the link. In would the you like here. it converted into some sort of candy currency? Ooh, Wonka, Wonka. Wonka. <laughs> What's your Instagram, sir? Ohana underscore comics. If you look at the, if you look at our screen uh, along the bottom there, that's yep. the, that's where you go to. Is that a clickable link in the banner, or they just have to see it and type it? They have to see it and type it. <sighs> well, here's here's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna drop it in the messages. That works too. Fifty dollars down the drain, Larry says well rubies please <laughs> or rupees to <laughs> be in yuan fantastic i'm so happy me too i can't believe that's i didn't expect whoever wanted to be here i don't know why but that's super well, cool that was a lot of comments and i mean right now we got 51 views 13 concurrent viewers so you think about it, it was over 100 uh comments individ yeah. 110 individual comments at 10 chickens and two goats. Wow. 10 chickens and two goats. 
They could have used that in uh, the Lord of the Rings where they were uh, holding up. Anyway, sorry. Cross-reference. Okay, now I don't want to give your Instagram address, but uh, just to make sure that nobody else is trying to like uh, claim your prize. Amor, would you verify that your uh, Instagram message you just sent to me begins with the letter B? Like I said, just making sure that I don't want somebody's like, oh, if I type this in real quick, I can claim her prize. But that wouldn't be cool. That's why I want to make sure. Oops. Done. Followed you, sir. <laughs> Remember, there's a. So, how, how is it 10 seconds in the future? Do they have flying cars? Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 Oops! Dang it. That's super cool. It would actually be really cool if I could actually send this right now, and she could verify that she got it. You know? Whoa! Taking care of business. Um, Deegan, I got this is like my favorite Spider-Man cover. Oh, I'm excited to see this. It's not a key or anything, but I just it love it. Man, some of the it. best covers aren't anything to do with being a key. I love oh, this one so much. That's such a good one, man. Like yeah, what, you can't go you... wrong with anything McFarlane that's got sharp teeth. I, that's <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. Like it's just <laughs> like, I so love cool. his lizard. Like it's it's not it's not so modernized like he is now, where he's almost a dinosaur, but yeah. it's not that goofy toothless lizard that was in the you know 60s yes it's yeah. a nice nice balance well yeah when he showed me that book the other day i'm like oh man deegan's gonna love that he's got carnage's teeth oh <laughs> i know <laughs> i i missed it there was a uh staff had a comment a minute ago in the um in the chat that uh he was uh poking the carnage bear yeah, uh, yeah. for me <laughs> I'm going to, Saf. Tiago, what, what's up? Saf, that is what pushed me to finally buy this book. And I think it's 125 But, you know. <laughs> I like Tiago's comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Sorry I'm late. I was watching Rings of Power. Finally, something happened. <laughs> yeah, it was the first episode I didn't need coffee. Co uh, coffee. Caffy? Didn't need coffee. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Jaffy's making it for me in the kitchen. Be a be a doll and go get me some coffee. Cream and sugar. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's funny. I don't care who you are. Hey, Larry the Cable Guy, folks. Doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Anyway, what? Sorry, I was uh, I was making a, a post about the live chat in my Instagram again. So, uh, you're good. All right. Ooh, I can't. Copy I, I feel like I feel like other than the, uh, I I feel bad. I feel like I threw off this live stream for you guys because I feel like it's been off the rails. Other than the giveaway. <laughs> I feel like because hey, I man. just asked Richard a few days ago. I was like, can I come on the stream again? There are no I rails, feel like man. I threw it off. It's all good. I do have a question for you. Uh, there's a uh, Carnage number six coming out next week, I want to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ram V is writing it. 
Mm -hmm. and there's like a new form of carnage have you seen this yeah it's like uh he's like almost armored up kind of yeah i'm gonna put it i'm gonna put it here on the the screen because the have you been reading that series i have not but so basically spoilers for uh absolute carnage a year and a half two years ago but um uh basically cletus cassidy is no more and the carnage symbiote is on its own for the first time and basically what it's doing in this series is it's kind of going around and being like siler from uh heroes where it's going to different villains and basically taking their abilities and adding huh. it into the carnage symbiote so in this issue he's going after Malakith. um ah that yeah. explains the cover then <laughs> yeah so it's it's a really cool series man it's like got a really creepy like dark vibe to it i don't know how i feel about it still just because for me and i'm the same way with venom too i'm very i'm very hardcore and strict about this is for me venom is eddie brock and uh-huh. nobody else you know like i loved flash thompson as agent venom but to me eddie brock is venom and without him there is no venom that's just for me and that's how i feel even more with carnage like uh-huh. i feel like carnage is Cletus Cassidy. They're so perfectly symbi- you know, symbiotic that they're one being. And Cletus is in control all the time. And yeah. I just feel like without Cletus, like Carnage just isn't the same. I don't know what it is with Marvel the last 20 years and wanting so badly to split symbiotes from their host. I'm just like, the symbiotes to me aren't the interesting part, you know, as much as the hosts themselves. Like, the host is what kind of gives it its personality in the first place. So it's like, yeah, I, I was know. gonna say, it seems like the symbiote is just is like just a big amplifier of, yeah. of the person that's wearing it. Yeah, and like even though like in the Donny Cates run, he did a really good job of giving a voice to this to the Venom symbiote yeah. uh, and like actually having conversations between him and Eddie. It's still not nearly as interesting of a character as. Eddie is or Dylan or you you know or you know Cletus and stuff like that like I don't know why Marvel has just got this fascination with tearing the symbiote off of people and uh giving it to randos <laughs> you know and stuff it's like uh. uh yes uh Kushbu Ramanandi there is going to be one more one more giveaway Absolutely, and we're and tomorrow. We're going to be uh, making the video for the one thousand subscriber giveaway that people are going to register for, which will hopefully at this pace be able to do next Saturday, which is <laughs> yeah, might be able to do later tonight the way things are going. First appearance of Miles Morales. Making sure I'm getting this glare free. Nine point six uh, white page Pacelli second print variant. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, this is actually the best cover. Yeah. Yeah. It really conveys like his like oh man yeah how heavy how heavy it is to take <laughs> yeah. over that that mantle yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh and, and um, Tiago uh, said um, I know Deegan probably talked about it already but just tell me uh, did you love it uh, just yes or no it's okay I feel like it had everything to be the perfect con for your family your hometown oh, okay so when I was at Tucson Comic Con yes in short I loved it. It was great seeing my family, and uh, uh, I appreciate you asking about it. That's really cool. So thank you, uh, Saf. Yes, they're they're redo they're restart soft rebooting a lot of series. That's kind of what they do lately. Um, the longest run I know of right now at Marvel's Miles Morales, which is ending this next run. 
I know. I'm like, why can't issue. anything get to? Is because I think it's in the 30s, right? So it's not going to uh, make it to 40. I want to say 42. Oh, okay, man, they let something cross the. Cross I know. The 40, it's, it's, like, golly, it's crazy. Oh my gosh, I'm like, why do they? I just don't. I don't understand it. This artificial boost to every number one. I'm like, yep, that's it. Like, God, like I don't think it's worth restarting everything and making people feel like. You know, I don't know. It's just weird, man. Like, I wonder. I wonder if they think of it as also like, um, maybe new new comic reader more accessible. So like, they're like, oh, this is a number one. I can get in on this, and I don't have to. I don't know. I definitely think that's a huge part of it. But I feel like you have to have a balance of trying to bring in those new readers and not alienating your existing audience. And I don't think they're doing a very good balance of that. I think they're always so worried about starting a new number one and hopefully bringing in new people and boosting the sales that they just don't really think about the people who are diehard and sticking with these books, you know, month after month as yep. much, but I don't know. Just call they it. just They've been doing it for so long that way. You know, I would say probably like what, 15 years now it's been like that where we constantly get new number ones. And I feel like it's not, really doing great for them you know it's not like sales are way better than they were 10 years ago so you would think they would try a different strategy by now yeah uh, uh let's see issue what's the last one Yeah, Larry said eventually they're all going to be two-issue series. I know, God, it feels like that's where we're going. It's like if any creative team makes it past like two or three issues, it's going to be a miracle. You're on the chopping block, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 42 is going to be the last one uh, on September 28th of this run. Man, so. do you know if the creative team is changing? They are. Uh, no, it's been so good. I agree, man. Saladin man. Ahmed has been a great uh, writer. Uh, but it's moving to Co uh, Cody Ziegler, yep. oh, okay. I believe. And he's going to be bringing in, he he said he wants to focus on street level stuff since he's been around the multiverse and then released recently. And then he's going to have uh, like a mentor to him. Um, a black lady, he said, uh, Misty. Misty Knight? Yes. So she's going to be a big part of it. I feel like maybe we should have had a mentor for him when he was 13. Like he's already yeah. like almost out of high school at this point. It's like, why are we going to give him a mentor all of a sudden when he's been around for, it's been 10 years now, hasn't it? 10 or 11? He debuted in 2011, 2012. I thought it was 05. No, it wasn't that long ago. No. Okay. No. Cause the ultimate Spider-Man was still running in 2005. Um, because the death, the, okay, yeah. So it's like he's already been around like over a decade. Like, <laughs> yeah. what, giving him a a mentor. Like, what are we doing here? I don't know, but oh man, I love comics, and they drive me nuts all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's just going to be a one shot one day. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, honestly, at this point, it's like if you're so worried about bringing in new readers, then why don't we get rid of continuity and just have everything be a mini series? Like, you I, know, I feel like I do see a lot of mini series these days. Not yeah, I... there's definitely a lot more. Yeah, absolutely. 
I dig it every once in a while too. I mean, every once in a while, it's nice to not have to worry about the overarching, you know, narrative and just get a, you know, a nice little five part story. Oh, I mean, I'd like to see him get rid of the the numbering comic books altogether, but buying back issues would be a pain in the neck. Yeah, <laughs> that's the truth. I need uh, Spider-Man number... Wait, no, never mind. You know, it's the bluish cover with the green thing in the back. I, that would be tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Saf said uh, he's actually enjoying the series where starships go to die. That series is awesome. It's like the thing meets like event horizon i would say Ooh, it's like a, you know, wow man like it's a good series i almost did a cover for that book oh yeah but i ended up getting uh after school instead it was right at the same time so i couldn't i couldn't do uh everything so they ended up giving me after school so luckily i love after school but like that one would have been a cool one to do a cover for too um I just read. I just finished reading an eight big eight book series called Murder Falcon. Murder. That's a, oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, by Daniel Warren Johnson, and he's one of those dudes that writes, draws, and I want to say colors. Is the whole book? <laughs> uh, but I actually have you ever cried at a comic? Like oh, reading yeah. a comic. Absolutely. This is the first time I've cried <laughs> reading a book in Murder Falcon. <laughs> Yes, I would not have expected that. That's awesome. Me either. Like I like metal. Uh, you know, I like you know tongue and cheek stuff. So that's why I picked it up in the first place because it's about like this guitarist and this uh, this giant falcon that appears when he like starts to shred on his guitar. But it like it gets so <laughs> deep and so heartfelt, and it's just like, oh my god, what a ride! Either that's recommend. awesome. Yeah. Iron Cat. Oh yeah. No judging, Saf. This is the this is the tree of trust. You know, we we don't judge. <laughs> Unless you're apparently reading My Little Pony. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I have the My Little Pony and Transformers uh, Friends in Disguise one in one hundred. So. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it had potential. Why well, I was wrong. Potential. <laughs> exactly. What do I know? And I'm uh I'm actually uh I'm talking to uh someone right now. I did a a cover recently. Um I mm -hmm. just finished it yesterday for um a small uh, independent comic. Okay. Uh, and I'm I just asked the writer if it would be okay if we reveal the cover on here and yeah, sure. uh, i just wanted to get his permission first because i think the kickstarter already launched but i'm not positive so i don't want to like blow up all their plans and stuff if uh but if i find out that i can i'll um can i email it to you or what's the easiest way to get you the the artwork so that you can show it you should be able to share your screen yeah oh really the, in the studio here yeah um yeah uh, all the way at Oops. the bottom, does it say share? Oh, but you're on the iPad, right? Yes. I only oh. have mic, cam, settings, chat, and leave. Yeah, you can... Um... Maybe because I'm not one of the... Um, the uh, What do they call it? Administrators of the account? Yeah. So that might be why it won't let me do you stuff might, like it, that. Uh, can he drop the picture in the private chat? You could try. Okay. 
see. Well, I mean, wait till he gets permission, of course. But yeah, I just want to see if it'll let me. We get a world premiere. <laughs> so it, it doesn't look like it'll let me drop a photo in there. But Greg, if you just want to shoot your uh, email in the private yes. chat, I can just go ahead and send it to you if I get the, the go ahead. But Sav says, yeah, anyway, sorry, gonna... that might just be a tease for absolutely nothing, but <laughs> we'll see. And we could have almost had a world premiere. That's still. Yeah. I'm like trying to keep up with all the comments and making sure that everybody is uh, uh, updated and acknowledging comments. So when we pull the second winner, let's refresh that uh, comment uh, generator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, uh, sorry, but and Maura's already said good luck to the next winner because she's received her funds. Congratulations again. Um, but to be fair, um, somebody's not going to win twice. <laughs> So if her name does pop up, uh, we'll have to move on to the next person. Reroll, reroll, exactly. <laughs> uh, Tiago asks if he uh, he wonders that if if at any point Marvel is going to do like DC does with like Nice House on the Lake and pick up creator owned stories. Depends on how much money they. That would be cool. I have they... a feeling Marvel feels like a the kind of company that wouldn't get into that. Like, I feel like DC is more nimble and willing to try, like, weirder stuff. I feel like Marvel is so, like, kind of tight butt right <laughs> right now. Like, Thank you, you know. for putting that in the chat and letting everybody know that you got it. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. The more... Oh, God. Excuse me. Um, does, does Marvel have a, like, black label imprint kind of thing that DC has? Like, DC has? I'm trying to remember. I, I guess they had that Max so. series maybe for a little while. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty short, short lived. I mean, honestly, at this point, Marvel like just does black label, label, um, mature stuff just generally. Like, I guess they'll put like a little much for mature audiences. In yeah, the they put like code. a age bring back Star like Comics. That. Yeah, bring back Star Comics with Fraggle Rock and Ewoks. <laughs> Fraggle <laughs> Rock. Hey, I got a Fraggle Rock in a 9.6 because the 9.8 was too expensive for Mrs. Ohana. She loved it. So. <laughs> Saf, oh. oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, Larry had a good point. Marvel did a uh, creator own before the Icon imprint or something like that. Or was it was it Icon or was it was it was it Max? Is that what you said, Greg? That's just what I I don't know if that was creator owned, but that was like the real mature stuff. Yeah, like the real mature stuff. I can't remember. Was it Icon? Uh, sounds familiar. Oh, and Saf said, uh, "What does creator owned mean?" Um, basically, when you work at Marvel and DC, if mm -hmm. you're working on any of their books, since it, since their books are all Marvel owned characters and IP. If you work on their books and you create new characters or new designs or whatever, Marvel owns all of that stuff because yep. you sign a contract at the beginning that says anything that I create while I'm on this book is Marvel's property and you have no ownership of it. It's why so many of the creators are kind of kind of justifiably angry nowadays with the MCU. Like, um, uh, is it Ed Bru Is it Brubaker that made the Winter Soldier? Am I getting that name right? Was it Brubaker or was it? I don't know the creator of the Winter Soldier. Okay, but it was more recent. It was like in the 2000s, and he created the Winter Soldier, and he basically got not really anything 
even though the Winter Soldier is now one of the biggest characters in the entire MCU. So basically with that, you don't, as a creator, own any of those characters that you make. Whereas when you go to Image, Image is a company that was founded on every creator that creates the characters and the comic and the title. The creator owns all of it. So like when Robert Kirkman made The Walking Dead in Image, he owns The Walking Dead. He owns every character. He owns the logo, everything across the board. All Image does is they give him money and take a cut to publish and distribute the comic. So that's why Robert Kirkman is a bajillionaire now because he actually got to own what he created and it blew up and he did a really great job with it. So yeah, I love hopefully that explains it. I love looking at the board of directors of Image because it's just like an all-star team. <laughs> I know it's insane. Like yeah, Robert Kirkman is the COO. Mm-hmm. Eric Larson is the CFO. Todd McFarlane is the president. Uh, Mark Silvestri is the CEO and uh, Jim Valentino's vice president and Eric Stevenson is creative officer. I don't know him, but I think what's so bonkers about that too, is that Robert Kirkman is the only one who got asked to be a head of the company after like decades after the fact, you know, like uh. he didn't, he didn't start image like McFarlane and Silvestri did, you know? And I'm like, that must feel like such a baller, you know, like move, yeah. like for image to be like, would you, we would like you to be one of our, you know, um, heads of the company, you know, it's like, dang, you know, you made it when those guys are saying you've done so much good stuff that you can be in this, uh, this club, <laughs> you know, with all of us. And I, I confirmed, uh, yes, Ed Brubaker first. Oh, awesome. Witcher soldier. I wasn't talking out of my butt. Awesome. <laughs> Now I've got an image of Ace Ventura. Thanks a lot. (laughs) I'd like to ask you a question. (laughs) That movie is comfort food for me. Oh yeah, I watch it when I I just need to a pick me up. And staff was like, "Why? I thought everything was creator owned." Yeah, it's really sad. Uh, No way. It's really sad, man. (laughs) Oh man, like yeah, Todd Todd McFarlane and David Michelinie they own nothing of Venom, even though they created Venom. So. They all they get is a nice little pat on the head and a thank you every once in a while and maybe a check for a hundred bucks, you know. And a hundred dollar signatures. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm just paying him back for missed out uh, royalties <laughs> on Venom. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nope. Lost that auction. Oh well. Which one? Uh, I'll tell you after. Okay. Uh, just part of me is relieved I didn't win it. We've been paying for it for a while. (laughs) (laughs) I've been meaning to read Firepower by Kirkman. Uh, Tiago, have you been reading that one? Let me know. Yeah, that's Uh, the thing is Kirkman, like, he's he's easily one of my favorite writers. And how can you be that creative? I mean, he made Invincible, Walking Dead, Firepower. Like, I mean, just Invincible and Walking Dead alone. I mean, how many people outside of Stan Lee, and I mean, I know that everybody hates on Stan Lee because they claim that he didn't actually create, I don't want to get into the weeds of that, but like how many people outside of Stan Lee created more than one major property, you know, or yeah, or story, you know? Yeah. Oh, and I'm so glad Tiago put this in there. He said, just for an example, 
uh, Ed Brubaker mm -hmm. created the Winter Soldier and got $10,000. That's it. That's what Marvel gave him once he got into the MCU and started, you know, and like Tiago said, which uh, sounds like a lot, but in perspective, how much money they made on only one movie that Winter mm -hmm. Soldier was in, it's like, you know, I mean, God, look at Endgame. They made what? It was, that was in the billions, wasn't it? Like with two. a B? Two. Two billion? Yeah, I think that actually popped the two billion mark. Good Lord. And 2. they... Uh, 2.798 Almost three. Almost three. Wow. Jeez. Now, I know that some of the Marvel uh, artists, though, the original artists, they're, even though they did sign that, they were still trying to sue or the estates were trying to sue for some of these artists that, after they passed yeah. away. And who was it that created the Secret Wars? He just recently had to sign paperwork. They came up to him and said, would you please sign this to verify that you're not going to sue for... Oh, was it... Um, you know, this, not Tom DeFalco. Um, Wars, uh, you talking about oh, Mike Zeck? Man. No... No. He used to be editor in chief at one point in the eighties or the nineties. Shooter, shooter. Oh, Jim, Jim shooter. shooter, Jim Shooter. Jim Shooter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. I didn't. I had. I'm like, I had no idea until you said editor. I'm like, Jim Shooter. Thank you. Yeah. Between the two of us, we things out. <laughs> so even yeah, though no, he I knew that he had the rights, a lot of those, yeah, he had to sign for it anyway. Yeah. And I think it's cool that some of well, I mean, Ed Brubaker, that's why I have so much respect for him is he's been very vocal. He's not really doing anything to fight it per se, but he's being very vocal because he says that he understands he signed the contract that he signed and they don't owe him anything, but he's just trying to get the word out so that maybe things will change, you know, going forward. Cause there was a know. big similar push. Um, when Hawkeye came out in the series, the, the style of like the credits and everything was extremely remnant or it was essentially the same style. Yeah, as I was right out of that series. David Aja, I believe his name is, uh -huh. um, which is a really cool, unique style. I loved reading that series. Um, yeah. That's what's so funny is it's like, if you guys were going to rip off a style, you might not want to do one. That's so blatantly obvious, Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, cause like you said, that comic series had such a very, like a very specific recognizable style. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's cool. They're they're paying homage to my art, but it's like, not paying me. <laughs> yeah, and like you get like a little like thank you at the very tail end of the credits, and it's like, oh, big whoop, you know. It's like nobody, nobody that sees those advertisements and posters are gonna know that that wasn't created strictly for the show. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm reading the comments about the uh, how much these movies have made. Uh, Captain Marvel made 1.2 billion by itself, and oh. Civil War made 1 billion. I'm like, wait, Captain Marvel made more money than Civil War? Yeah, I'm like, no, and not even on the same plane as for a quality of movie. Wow, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. Oh man, so did, did you, uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, but boy, <laughs> yeah, I never got a response from Sherry. I think she's still feeling under the weather. Oh, ah. well. Uh, and I did put in the private chat, uh, Greg, what it was that I didn't win. I saw that. That's, <laughs> that's quite a book. Uh-huh. <laughs> missed it by that much. <laughs> Actually, I missed it by the giveaway. So <laughs> oh. 
I couldn't have had it if it weren't for you or Morton. I'm just kidding. Don't, 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 don't guilt, no guilt. <laughs> no, um, I, I would have gotten away with it too. If it weren't for you, pesky kids. Right. <laughs> uh, but um, what was I just going to say? Um, oh, Ooh. did you get a chance to see all the trailers that came out on D23? Oh, yeah. Greg, Deegan. Oh, yes, I did. I did. Which um, one of those are you looking forward to the most? Man, it is so hard for me to choose between Werewolf by Night and Secret Invasion. But I think I'm going to lean towards Werewolf by Night, mainly because I'm such a huge horror fan. And I love how much they're sticking to that old school universal horror movie style. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I just I love that they just committed to it and let them do, you know, let the director do his thing, you know. And I love that... Uh, even the music is reminiscent of it and the, the uh, aspect ratio. And like, I just think it's so freaking cool, but I love secret invasion too, because it gives me winter soldier vibes. And I miss that, that corner of the MCU, you know, where it was almost like more of a spy thriller, you know, mm-hmm. sort of thing. So yeah, I'm, I, I think those were two of the best trailers they put out in a while. Um, I'm super excited about those. The, uh, I the for some reason I think the werewolf by night looking like an older you know 70s film style but almost like a but in black and white uh, almost like a 50s movie mm-hmm. but it kind of reminded me though of death proof and um what was the other yeah. one that, that Tarantino Grind, did Grindhouse Oh it's almost Grindhouse. got like a grindhouse vibe to it And I was wondering did uh, did they make this movie like this or is it going to movie yeah it's a movie I think right it's a, it's it's like a special. It's like a one okay. hour thing. Okay, but uh, did they do this in response to the elite, like Tarantino, saying that the MCU is not real art? <laughs> oh, I don't think so. I think it would be cool if they did. <laughs> it, yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> and sorry, guys, I just got the go ahead to announce this cover. So if I disappear, it's because I'm in my email sending Greg. Uh. The- the cover and stuff. Yes, you you are the uh, black screen right now. Oh, I'm the black screen of death. <laughs> he's back. He's back. He's back. <laughs> Good news, Richard. Uh, Ms. Marvel season two has uh, reportedly been greenlit. Yes. That's that's sarcasm, guy. That's sarcasm. <laughs> oh hey. my god, I freaking loved Miss Marvel. Oh my god, I freaking hated Miss Marvel. <laughs> uh, it's I'm just because. You're gonna... you're old and out of touch, man. No, 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 no. It's because that's not what I was watching. Okay, that was twenty percent teenage girl high school drama. I know, I love it. Seventy-five yeah. percent <laughs> history lesson. Seventy-five percent history lesson, and five percent superhero show. Now I have nothing problem, no big, no problem with history lessons when I think that that's what I'm tuning into. Okay, they could have. They could have allowed, touched on the history of Pakistan and everything else, and it allowed the viewer, if they were interested, to research it on their own. Like after watching Moon Knight, I went back and was researching a lot of the things myself on my time. But I just think that story would have been hard to tell if they didn't give you some of that history. Because if you have no idea needed... about that time in history, you would have no idea why that moment was important or why it was dangerous or. You but know. did we need three and a half episodes to explain it? 
<laughs> I don't know, man. I I I was never bored in that series. Every single episode, it was like it was quick and witty and fun, and it okay. hit hard emotionally when it needed to. And her family was freaking hysterical. I love her family. Like, I do love her. Yeah. Family. Yes, and and she was herself. She's was, so, so lovable, that, man. There was like, a lot of like perfect casting in that show. Yeah. Um, I think it's some of the best casting. Casting. Yeah, that was uh, some of the. <laughs> Good. It's not just me. It's not just me. <laughs> it's, I think it's some of the best casting that they've done in a while, Harry. Kathy. The Bears. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. Uh, apparently, I'm on like a early Richard's 90s just being Saturday a hater there, but. <laughs> Okay, uh, so I got the I got the goods, man. Oh, awesome! Hold on one second. Let me shut my door because my dog just infiltrated. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Woof 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 woof. Doo -doo -doo. Oh, we got another copyright strike. <laughs> I love how we get copyright strikes, but they are allowing us to use it. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah, <laughs> we get them all the just time. Just so you know, man. Just so you know, we're watching. We saw you. Yeah. So. But we'll allow it this time because you're giving us promotion. Saf, uh, yeah, I that was one of the things I loved most about the show was how creative they were with like uh, text messages being received and like neon in the window or whatever it was. But that, that was, was really cool. That was the best in episode one and six, which was directed by that by a specific director. I think. Yeah, I feel like it fell off kind of in the middle there. They didn't do as much of it as they could have. They yeah. had three different directors. One person directed episode one and six. One person directed episode two and three, and one episode directed uh, four and five. And it was two through four through five that I wasn't that crazy for. One and six, I liked. Yeah, that's the only bad thing about these TV shows and having multiple directors is, I mean, you know, I know the TV has always been that way. You know, like shoot, most of these network shows that have twenty-two episodes, every episode is a different director. But mm -hmm. I just feel like. I feel like in the MCU, especially with how few episodes there are in most of these seasons, mm -hmm. for the sake of continuity and and style, I feel like you should just limit it to two at the most. You know, like I think when they start getting into three, four directors, it gets a little unruly. I want to see I want to see Miss Marvel directed by the same person that did Battle of the Bastards. There we go. <laughs> just Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that would not be a cool episode, okay? God, you just want like a bloodbath in the middle of a, <laughs> middle of a, her high school or something? Yes. <laughs> I want horses slamming into people. Why not? Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh. Oh, but um, Greg, uh, I also I don't know if you noticed, but I um, oh man, I'm sorry, I spelled it wrong. It's okay. N I G H T. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I keep sure. do I keep doing that. Like every time I write about it, I'm like, they're gonna hate me because I keep spelling it wrong. <laughs> oh, we're good. We're good. Sorry. So you were saying you before that going up on the chat here a little bit. Oh, I was just saying that I uh, threw the link to the Kickstarter in there too. Whenever we get a chance to, yep. to talk about it. Yep. Um. Let me know if now's a good time, Rich, or you want to do a question on the. Uh... Yeah, if you want to catch up on the chat, that's cool. I'll be I'll be right back again. Okay, okay. What's what's so if what's a good time? Do that. Well, he he got the okay to. I'm sorry, I was uh, I was looking at my phone because there was one other auction ending today, and I just lost that one too. 
next one is well, tomorrow. He, so he got the okay to reveal his. I set my price in my head. I got to stick to it. Yes, I heard that, and okay. so I would love to do that. But Deegan has to be here for it. Uh, what about the person that directed the Game of Thrones when they did the entire super expensive fighting scene at night with no torches? <laughs> yeah, I guess at least if that oh, person oh. directed a Miss Marvel episode, it's so brightly colored that you can't get away with it. We're all the torch one by one. <laughs> What's that? Um, the, oh, God. What, what was the name of those? What? Who? You. I was re I was trying to remember the name of the people that got killed with you know when all the torches went off one by one in the background. Oh, I don't remember. It's been a while now. <laughs> um, you want to reveal this bad boy? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Drogo Drogo's people. Oh, the um, yeah, yeah, those. Okay. All right. Yeah. So this is a cover that I did. It's going to be a variant cover for a series called Night Care. <laughs> And it's a really cool story idea. Um, it's written um, by Scott Fogg. Um, and basically it's about... Um, basically superheroes take their super-powered kids to night care when they're going out and superheroing. So, <laughs> yeah. So all these characters are mostly uh, young kids with superpowers and... Uh, they get taken care of and watched over by um, the girl in the back with the blonde hair. Her name is Pixel. And she basically is a former superhero that runs the night care. Oops. And uh, takes care of the kids. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was really cool. So they, they reached out to me and they really wanted to do a variant cover for the Kickstarter campaign. So there's going to be a cover A and then there's going to be my variant cover. You know, there's going to be different tiers and stuff. Uh, for the Kickstarter campaign, and they wanted me to do an homage to Gen 13, number 13, which was an homage to Giant Size X-Men number one. So it's uh, kind of an homage of an homage, um, so to speak. But yeah, so it, it was really fun to work on, too, because the, the characters that they have in the book are really fun. And uh, it's just like a very it's a very all ages kind of book, and it's got a really fun tone to it. Um, so it was kind of neat to just be able to kind of be bright and colorful and fun and, and stuff like that. So sounds like it's kind of like a prequel to sky high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like, a um, you know, a elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> well, high. you got to see sky. I actually, I like sky high. I, uh, I know. I think it's not, I don't think it's a bad movie at all. I think it was fun. Sidekick. <laughs> I love the uh, pink man. Oh yeah, I think my uh, my colorist on this one was um, James Afredi, uh, who's I've been working with lately, and I think he did a really good job choosing the background color. You know, it it doesn't take away from the characters and stuff like that. It's a it's a nice you know blend, and this will have trade dress on it. They just yeah. haven't gotten a chance to put it on there yet. I just sent them the final artwork yesterday, so this is very fresh. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing it. That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And you let me know uh, when this is actually becomes orderable, or do you have to go onto the Kickstarter? To yeah. Get so, as far as I understand, uh, he was telling me that the Kickstarter launches on Monday. Mm -hmm. um, and as far as I know, it is Kickstarter exclusive. So I think you do oh. have to help. You know, pick uh, the tier that it's in on Kickstarter uh, in order to to get it. 
Uh, so I don't have all the details of how that's going to look since it doesn't launch until Monday. But um, yeah, this will be one of the uh, perks of one of the levels of the Kickstarter. And it's the name of the book is Night, Night, Care. Night, Night Care. Care. Adventures in Babysitting yeah. meets the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a really good way to explain <laughs> it, actually. They did a good job with that. Um, it's cool, too. The first issue um, had a, a cover that was an homage to the Adventures in Babysitting poster, like where they're climbing up the side of the building. Yep. Um, so that was that was cool. But yeah, no. And, you know, and I just uh, I'm. I like getting to do projects like this too, where it's an independent group of people that are creating it a hundred percent from scratch. It's all creator owned by them. Um, you know, and it's neat that they're basically just trying to fund each issue as they go, you know, mm -hmm. and, and wow, stuff. So I, I'm always big on supporting stuff like that and being a part of it. Cause it's hard out here making comics independently. It's, it's tough without a publisher. So. No, are I they give, shooting for a publisher to see the interest and pick them up, or? So I'm not sure because um, as a as a cover artist, I don't usually get to be privy to a lot of that stuff as much as I'd like to. And since I've been corresponding with them through email, it's been a little bit harder to actually have conversations. Um, but um, maybe I can. I don't want to guarantee anything, but maybe I can talk to Scott too and see if he'd be up for coming on one of your live streams or something. If you'd have. Oh, wow. So Absolutely. that, you know, cause that could be fun, you know? So, yeah. um, and then that way he, he's, uh, it's his baby. So he'd be much more able to, to kind of talk about it and, and stuff. So I'll reach out to him and, and see if that's something he'd be interested in. Cause he was yeah. pretty excited when I asked him about, you know, revealing this on here. So, absolutely, um, yeah. Cool. Hopefully he comes on, let's just say he comes on next week and he has to tell us that he sold out. That would be amazing. That would be cool. Or they reach their Kickstarter goal, you know, in the first few days. That's always that's always yeah. nice. So and we did, and we did pick a decent. What did we get? The, the I don't remember which package we got on live stream, but I think we can have like eight people on at one time. Yes. Oh, I'm nice. That's awesome. So let we let's let's Brady bunch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby Doo this shit. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd 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 love to come on with them and stuff because I want to hear more about it too. <laughs> like yeah. I'd, I'd I'd ask them questions, but, but it, it's not just the books though. It also gives the audience, like all the people in the chat, an, an idea of how this all works behind the scenes. Yes, for, yes. For yeah. The com the yeah. common people besides the Marvel and DC gurus that have their own printing companies practically begging them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah, can so have the what greatest is, what story. What is saying? How the how the what is made? How the Sausage, how the sausage is made. Yeah, yeah. So I never heard that, but okay. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's like a you you, it's, you peek behind the curtain how the sausage is made. Like how hey, you know, yeah. attention to that man behind the curtain, or the sausage. <laughs> lid, lid. Oh man. That's but uh, yeah, so hopefully you guys dig the cover, and hopefully people will dig it when the Kickstarter launches. And so this is the. This is the link that's that's scrolling in the ticker there, for the uh, the Kickstarter. And oh, what does cool. that say on the in the green box there? It says notify me on launch, so you can. Oh, put yeah. your, I'm oh. assuming you put your email in, and it'll. Uh, Since it hasn't launched officially yet. Chattanooga, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I met um I met Scott the writer at uh, Heroes Con in Charlotte, um North Carolina. So that was really cool, and uh, he actually commissioned me to do. 
a Mr. Knight sketch cover for him. And that's how we kind of got to cool. talking. And then he told me that he was a writer and I asked him about his book and uh, he liked the sketch cover that I did so much for him and my other work that he was like, so would you be interested in doing a cover for my book? And then we just kind of got the <laughs> ball rolling on it. So it was, it was really cool. I'm so, installing Kickstarter right now. What? You don't have it already? No, I didn't have it already. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, thank you guys for letting me uh, shout that out. And stuff. No, this is great. That's super cool. Very, very cool. Hey, we're big again. Hey. <laughs> um, so I've got a theory, a, a thing I was thinking about, for, about She-Hulk series. And tell me if you guys think that I'm nuts, but I think that in the last episode, there I've heard some vague rumors that the thing is going to be in the last episode. I know that we that didn't get any cool. we didn't get any Fantastic Four news in D23. No cast. Well, I think we got the director or something like that, but no casting, no, no, no nothing that people were really counting on. They've talked a couple of times in the show about her being rejected for the Avengers or she's trying out for the Avengers. She's going to be in the Avengers. What if the last episode shows Thing going up to her and saying, so the Avengers don't want you, but do you want to be part of a group? Because we know that in the comics she was in the Fantastic Four. Well, did you guys notice in the last episode in the credits, you know how they always have the artwork that kind of shows like little mini scenes that happen after the show, is the episode is over? Mm -hmm. yep. They had a scene with uh, the secretary and the guy that she works with that collects the shoes. And yeah. he was showing her his room full of, of, of shoes. And in the background, some of the shoes are themed after Cyclops, uh, Wolverine, Deadpool, and The Thing. So some of the shoes that he has in his collection are actually themed after those characters. So that was pretty nifty. So that the thing, cool. so it's it's crazy that they had the thing as one of those. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pull that up so we can dissect it. Yeah. I just wondering if uh, the thing. Every time they've done the yeah. Fantastic Four, um, I want to buy these prints and ha have a poster of one of some of these on the wall. Uh -huh. Deadpool, Captain. Yep. Yeah, and then you, yep, there's the <laughs> thing. Then you got Cyclops 2 down from that one. Oh, but a, yeah. live, a live action thing has never looked right on screen in any of the Fantastic yeah. Four movies, regardless of how big the budget is. So, what if they, they're going in the direction that it's going to be Reed Richard, Sue Storm, Johnny Storm, and She Hulk as the Fantastic Four? Oh, I, I don't think they're going to leave out the thing. I really don't. He's such a big part of the Fantastic Four. I just. I don't think I don't think they could do that. <laughs> I think people would be so mad. I didn't know She-Hulk was part of the Fantastic Four at any point. Oh yeah. Well. You should Google that one. Uh search. Search. There we go. Nightcare. N-I-G-H-T-C-A-R-E. I can spell. Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, so she took over for Johnny Storm at some point? So maybe that... I thought she took over the thing. I, I, I don't remember reading those issues. 
I wasn't a Fantastic Four reading reader at that time. I thought she was the muscle. So they had double muscle and no flyers. That's interesting. Well, no, it says as the team's resident powerhouse. So that sounds right. Uh... Saf said, Richard, replace a man with She-Hulk with all the hate they're already getting. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? If you're going to do something, do it all the way. <laughs> I know. I'm not gonna lie. Like when when you see um, people post like all the new characters that have been introduced, um, and pretty much Falcon is like the only dude in the new Avengers lineup. It's like, okay, I think we went a little too far in the other direction. <laughs> like, shouldn't we shouldn't we even this out a little bit? Like, just a little bit. Spider Man was part of the FF too. That's correct. Mm-hmm. They, also, had, they had a lot of random members throughout the years. Yeah, it's weird. I don't think of the Fantastic Four as like a collective, like I do the other groups. But I guess they they yeah. are because they seem more like a family, you know. Like, yeah, and there's four, and then boom, that's it's those four. Mm -hmm. The other ones are like, okay, this is X Men. This is a more vague thing, or the Avengers, or whatever. I don't think that's gonna happen though. <laughs> Apparently, I have to sign up before I can do anything. Picky, picky, picky. Picky, picky, picky. Um, what else? Uh, I never took anything for granted since the story of how he didn't it was a map in the credits or something like that. Oh, okay. Guy made... Hey, apparently the guy made a TikTok about Nightcare. Says Saf. Oh, nice. See, I'm so bad with this stuff, man. Like... Is he flossing? Uh... <laughs> See, Richard? We've TikTok come full isn't circle. just for dancing. If he's I not... If, if you find the TikTok flossing. and he's flossing, haha. <laughs> if he's not flossing, you still have that niche that you could fill, Richard. I don't know. I, I like that crowd that you mentioned. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know how to like search for stuff. Oh, I feel old. I know. I'm afraid to even get on TikTok because I don't want it to get stuck on me. Uh, can you link it, Saf? I'd be. I'd be cool to see i know i'm sure that tiktok would explain things a lot better than i did well what else is going on we um what have you been watching other than uh she hulk deegan um, I am if anything <laughs> two episodes into the new Cobra Kai. Um, it's exactly where I, we are. I adore yes. that show, so I'm just oh like, man, it's the best, yeah, isn't it? It's so good. <laughs> so I'm like, I've, I've enjoyed the first two episodes. You know, obviously they're kind of just setting up the the story arcs for the season, so they're not quite as you know fast paced. But I'm still digging where they're going with a lot of the storylines and stuff. So that's been fun. Um. God, what else have I been watching? Because that's all that I do when I'm when I'm actually drawing is I just put shows on in the background. Um, Got it. Yeah. So I'm always watching something. I'm just trying to think of what I've been watching lately. 
Um, God, I know that it's a lot of stuff. I don't know why I can't think of what I've been watching. I'm kind of starting to do my, um, I love the fall. Like I'm a basic white girl when it comes to fall. Like <laughs> I love everything having to do with the fall of like, if it's pumpkin flavored, I'm buying it. If it's, oh, yeah. You know, uh, fall themed. I'm getting pumpkin it. spice latte. <laughs> That's the only I, thing I don't drink coffee, so I, I can't partake in the most basic of basic fall things. But um, so I I already started my like the minute September hits, I start my fall slash Halloween movie watching. So I have a list of movies that I want to get through before Halloween. So I've been watching a lot of uh, watching a lot of horror movies and stuff like that. So um, I just watched Sleepaway Camp for the first time. Um, it's a classic 80s like horror movie um i have to say i didn't enjoy it. <laughs> like it's it's a lot of people's one of their favorite horror movies and i don't really understand why it was freaking weird um so i wasn't a huge fan of that <laughs> but, um, i'm trying to, oh i saw um i saw barbarian in the theater uh the other day okay. that's a new horror movie that just came out into theaters man I tell you what, if you want a genuinely freaky horror movie, go and see that and look at nothing. Like, that's what I loved is the trailer showed you nothing. It didn't tell you anything about the movie. Good. And I wish that more movies would do this because I went into that movie completely blind. I was like, other than the basic idea that it's basically about a girl who goes to her Airbnb and somebody's already staying there and it's double booked. Yeah, that's all that, you know. That's literally it. And then the movie happens. And it's like that movie goes in directions that I would have never guessed in a million years. I'm still deciding if I liked it or not. But it was definitely different, which I think is is a big thing, you know, a big accomplishment. So yeah, it's got a tremendous basement. I saw that in the in the trailer. But yes. So it's it's really cool. And I wish that more movies would be less afraid to not tell you everything. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like I feel like you end up getting more excitement around a movie when you don't walk in pretty much knowing how the story is going to play out. So that was that was pretty cool. I haven't gone to a movie in a long time where I really had no idea what to expect. So that was that was neat. Sav is talking about the old trailers, how they used to be like uh, they would literally tell the entire story, like watch Close Encounters of the Third Kind trailer. Yeah. Yeah. They were like. Mary Sue is a young girl that lives in Saskatchewan and she's starting the new school year, but something isn't right with her classmates. Hey, you know, and it's like, it literally tells you the whole movie. <laughs> I, uh, I found the Scott's TikTok. Oh, nice. Do you want to, is it ethical to, to play as nightcare TikTok? I think so. Okay. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure they want to advertise domain. it as much as possible. It's public domain. It's not like we're like hacking his computer and finding some video he made that he didn't want the world to know. <laughs> You're hacked. Yeah, and us, uh, us creators, we got to get our stuff out there any way we can. All right, here we go. So for the past couple of years, I have been working on a comic book called Nightcare, like this. This is where we go. And. <laughs> <laughs> HeroesCon, I printed off a like a digest, like it, it contains the first two issues of the of the comic of the story, and I put it together to sell at conventions. I had it at HeroesCon. I'm going to have it at Baltimore. I'm going to have it at Memphis. I'm going to have it here at the Chattanooga Comic Con coming up. 
problem right now is that the only way for you to get a copy of it is to find me at a convention. And so I have partnered with Zion Studios to uh, distribute it, to get it into more hands, because chances are you're probably not going to be at a comic book convention here in the American Southeast. Not only that, not only are they going to help me distribute it, they're going to help me make uh, more. We have two more issues that have completely been written that are just waiting to be made. So if you're interested in this, <laughs> go to my links in my bio. I have a link tree, and then you see one called Nightcare, and it will take you to the Kickstarter. The Kickstarter hasn't launched yet. It's launching next month, but right now you can click on it, and you can kind of get notified when it does finally launch. A simple elevator pitch of the story is it's Adventures in Babysitting meets the New Mutants. You got a group of kids who band together to help somebody when um, basically everybody in their lives, the, the systems in place, the, the adults in their lives fail them, and they have to band together to help one of their friends. Adventure ensues. There is a lot of me in this book, and like each of the kids that are in this book are very inspired by... Um, people i've gotten to know kids in my life throughout the past couple of years and then i've kind of it's kind of put through the filter of the comics i grew up on in the 80s and 90s that are big on characters and action and adventure and you know it, i know it, it kind of sounds like a, like it's a it's a kid's book it's for anybody i think a lot of people can enjoy it um it's the kind of book you can enjoy but it's also a book you kind of give to somebody or you know, if if one if you have like a little one in your life and they show up and it's sitting there on your table, it, it's not going to be too educational. If uh, you know, you know what I mean. Why does it keep appearing? I, can keep appearing. I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> it's was like, like sub <laughs> subliminal. Bye, 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 yeah. bye, 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 bye. <laughs> questions, comments, concerns. Come see me. So for the past That's cool. Year, that I is cool. Yeah, I was wondering if. If I was the only one seeing, <laughs> yeah, no, that's so funny that he brings it up. <laughs> it's like that uh, from Fight Club, where they used to, where they like splice like one frame of porn in the middle of the movie. Oh, sub so, yeah, the subliminal. Uh... <laughs> yeah, like one one scene would have one one frame would have like a bucket of popcorn. Like I need to get something to eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. um... Do you guys mind if I make a couple announcements on here? I would love it. That's why you're here, buddy. Okay, cool. Um, so I am going to be at Memphis Comic Expo this coming weekend. So, okay. um, so that'll be it's a three day, two day show. So it's Saturday and Sunday in Memphis. Um, so that's going to be awesome. I'm going to have a, a cool, cool spot at that show. Um, cool. And then. After that, I will actually have the longest break between conventions that I have had all year, which is three and a half weeks. <laughs> um, so almost a month that I'll get to stay home. Um, and then the next one that I will be doing is I will be a guest at Chattanooga Comic Con October 22nd and 23rd. Um, so definitely come out and support that one. That one is the first year that they're doing this convention. And the people who run it are some of the nicest people that I've ever met in my life. So I really want this show to be successful for them because they deserve it. They've been doing a great job. They're going to do a really cool thing, too, where every kid that comes to the convention gets a free four by six sketchbook. And uh, they the kids can take the sketchbook around to the artists that are going to be at the show and ask them to do a small free sketch in the sketchbook. And I love that idea because um, I, you know, like I've talked about on previous live streams, I love supporting kids that are into this stuff and 
helping foster that, you know, and, and continue to get them more and more into it. So I'm really excited about that. So bring your kids to I'm it. Worried. You, know? you don't know how to do a fast sketch. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Luckily, luckily it's like this big. So I yeah. don't, I, I don't have much. Black uh, and white, no yeah. color. <laughs> There's 12 kids well, waiting well, in you'll line. Be, you'll be proud of me. At Tucson, I had a, a mom and a dad and their son. I think he was like seven or eight. He came up to my table and uh, they were just chatting it up with me and he's really into comics. And so we we're, you know, talking and stuff. And he had, uh, he had gotten a little um, Spider-Man mini notebook, like those lined notepads. Yeah. Uh, and I saw it and I was like, do you mind if I see that real quick? And he was like, yeah. And he shows it to me and I was like, do you mind if I draw something in it? And he was like, that would be so cool. And so him and his parents <laughs> like stood there while I did his favorite character is carnage. So, right. yeah, so I did a little carnage in it, and it only took me, like, two minutes. I was so proud of myself. Nice. And uh, and he was so over the moon about it. It was so cool. They were so happy. And then a couple of days later after the convention, his mom messaged me on Instagram and showed me that when they went to dinner one night, he drew a sketch in it after mine. Oh, man. And she was like, "You, uh, thank you so much for being so kind and stuff. And I think you inspired a new artist. And it was a picture of him with his drawing. So that was really cool. Yeah. But yeah. So, but yeah, so Chattanooga, hopefully we'll get a bunch more kids into comics and, uh, and do that. And then this came up super last minute, but I am actually going to be at Baltimore Comic Con. That answers Larry's question. Yes, I will be at Baltimore Comic Con uh, October 28th through the 30th. Um, so I will be at that one. I wasn't going to be, but something came up at the last minute and I was able to get in. So I'm super excited about that. And that'll be my last convention of the year uh, and take a bit of a break uh, during the holidays, which I'm kind of nervous about because <laughs> I'm like, you know, conventions are the big uh, income for me. So I'm like without conventions for two months. I'm like, Where's the money going to come from? We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, well, it gives you some time to get the commissions done. Oh, thank Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna, are you going to be a Bal I'm sorry. You're going to be a Baltimore both or all, all three days all of three Baltimore. Days? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. That yeah. means you're going to be driving home on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, which is yeah. Halloween. So we need a line of people from Baltimore to uh, Georgia with shaving cream, toilet paper, eggs. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> please don't i don't know how much more my car can take <laughs> i was gonna say maybe that'll maybe that'll be a good day for me to drive home maybe there won't be a lot of traffic since it's halloween people will be oh. out busy not on the highways um i mean I, this is a question this is not meant to pressure i'm just curious mm -hmm. how far down the queue is my commission so you were one of the last commissions I took before I shut my commissions off. So unfortunately, unfortunately, it's a little ways off. I'm sorry, Richard. That's okay. It's okay. Again, I'm like, how do I ask the question? Well, I'll make it say, yo, when am I getting my sketch, man? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. But yeah, yeah, you were one of the last ones that I took before I was like, I got to shut this down. That's, before that's absolutely I, fine. Absolutely I get too fine. overwhelmed. I was just, again, just curious. That's yeah. all. And kind of pointing out to the people his artwork is in demand you know so yeah be ready for when he reopens up uh, his commissions again to, to have an idea what you know, he doesn't charge much for orig like original artwork on a, on a sketchbook i was gonna say too like um 
you know, this isn't what anybody's going to want to hear. But unfortunately, when I do reopen my commissions, I will be raising my prices a little bit um, just because I've I've found that the amount of time that I'm taking on them because I take a really long time is just not it's not feasible anymore. You know, like with how long I take the what I get in return for it. So even though I'm probably going to lose a lot more commission opportunities because not as many people will be able to to do it as often, it's going to make me a little bit less busy, but keep my income at a certain level, you know, and it's it's one of those crappy things that you have to learn to balance, you know, like I don't want to raise the prices, but I need to be able to make a little bit more per commission and not take as many commissions so that I'm not so overwhelmed. And then that's just going to be better for everybody because they're going to get their stuff back quicker you know instead of having to wait so long so honestly i don't think you're going to lose business because i've seen your sketches and it's i've seen sketches of people it's like they took a marker and they were done 20 seconds and here you go you you give stuff that makes it look like an actual printed comic book i appreciate that yeah, yeah. That, that, the first time i saw your <laughs> like one of your blank sketches i was like wait mm -hmm. That's you did that like it, it, that's awesome. That means I don't know. A lot. It's just it's just so clean, and it's awesome. Well, I'm actually working on this one right now. That's working. Nice. So that's that. that's going to be a Miles Morales. Um, so that one's going to be pretty cool. I'm going to add some stuff in the background, and then this is another commission that I've been working on for somebody. They've been waiting a few months now, so hopefully uh, they don't want to kill me yet. It's not done. But I'm um, basically in the process of inking it. Is it's going to be a standalone piece with this uh, gentleman's favorite uh, seven characters? So oh, we got cool. Green Ranger, White Ranger, Gold Zeo Ranger, Batman, Ghost Rider, and then Wolverine will be down here. <laughs> um, and this is going to be in full color too. So that'll that'll That's be one cool. hell of a party. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's like it's a very eclectic mix. That's why I was kind of into it. I was like, that's cool. I'm I'm down to do that. And. But yeah, so it's it's just one of those things where, again, you know, it's like I've talked to you guys about it before. I hate when I have to talk about the money side of it, but unfortunately, it's just the reality of everything, you know, so it's like I'm going to have to and I'm not going to raise them a ton. I just got to raise them enough to where it's going to balance things out a little bit better and, um, you know, make yeah. it so that uh, your hourly rate is above minimum this. wage. <laughs> yeah, because that's the problem is it's like if I was a quicker artist and I could do things that a faster clip it mm. wouldn't be such a, a problem but since i take so much time on yeah. every piece that i do because it's like i tell everybody i'm like i want every piece that i do to be the new best thing that i've ever done or at least try mm. to make it the new best thing that i've ever done and so with that you know like i just i don't have a phone in button you know like i don't have a lower gear it's just not in me so um you know something's got to give i'm like if i can't get quicker and if i can't um, you know, if I'm not willing to sacrifice quality, then the only other option is to, you know, the money part. So, and, and I love this quote. I might've said it on the last one, but I heard it recently and I know it's an older quote, but it's, I, I do things three ways. I do them fast. I do them cheap and I do them good. And you can only pick two of those, <laughs> you know? So it's like, if you want it fast and cheap, then it's not going to be good. If you want it cheap and, um, uh, good, then it's not going to be fast, you know, that sort of thing. So I've just come to terms with the fact that I don't have the fast option. So it's going to be good. <laughs> and it was cheap for a long time, you know, but unfortunately that's just not working out at this point. So 
I'm going to read Tiago's comment, and then I'm going to go back to Larry with his cry face. But Tiago said, uh, in quotes, I'm going to raise prices and going to be less busy, meaning what you had just said. And he said, I don't think you value your work enough. I'm willing to bet this time next year we're going to hear another story about your friend mad because you took another commission with the list already full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you that's probably never not going to be a problem that I have where I just keep taking them because I can't say no uh, and, and I just enjoy doing it so much, you know. And she so. can't say no. Larry's asking, is there any way he can request a commission for BCC with and then a very so, big crying emoji? So, um, Larry, <laughs> reach out to me on Instagram or my email. Um, um, is is it possible for us to pop those on the little um, little yeah. ESPN ticker? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Larry, I will have uh, at every convention I do. I do limited commissions for that weekend, and I'm trying to limit myself to only two or three. Um, so that I get them done that weekend and I don't take any work back home with me because Lord knows I have enough work back home. So, Larry, I have not posted that I'm going to be at Baltimore Comic Con yet. So you would be the first person in line if you wanted to set up a commission for that weekend. So feel free to reach out to me and I'd be happy to set that up with you and, and get that on the books if that's something that you're interested in. So hopefully that'll that'll take away the crying face. <laughs> Instagram at Popcore Art. And do you want me to you put your interest in wanting to get one? Thank you. Do you want me to put your email up, or is this good? Um, yeah, you can throw my email up there just in case. You know, I know some people don't want to be on social media, which I totally understand. Oh yeah. Don't forget his TikTok link where he's yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my dog's getting angry, and I don't know why. Um. I think he's talking back out there. So I, I'm I'm only like an hour away from Baltimore. So uh, oh no way, really? I think I'm gonna go. It's a good show, man. It's very artist heard that. heavy. Yeah, it's yeah. very creator centric, which is what made me want to do it. You know, because those are my favorite shows. That'd be cool to meet you in person. I know, ditto. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I was. Uh, I, so you think you're gonna get there, Greg? I think so. I mean, I don't. Baltimore's not terrible for you, right? No, it's an. I've I've been to many uh, metal shows <laughs> when I was younger. I would have to go to Baltimore because they don't come to DC for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that is that is kind of weird. Yeah. But hey, man. Yeah, bring your um, bring your comics. I'll sign them for you. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yes. It'll just be $400 each. I know it's a little steep, you know, but. It's the economy. What can we yeah, say? It's inflation, man. 400% percent inflation. Yeah, Tiago's saying we're getting exclusive information here on our uh, channel. Yeah, you, always. You I got to bring at least something every time. Oh, we got uh, a Kickstarter for a book that's uh, coming out. We got like the original, the. Um, first announcement of it so people can pre-register and you know yeah. in case it does sell out quick they're going to be you know ohana comics ohana, team ohana we got to start renaming ourselves i know and i was going to say like what you guys got to do if you do help back that kickstarter next week uh i think they have an option to send a message you know when you back it or something say mm -hmm. uh say you know ohana and deegan sent you and let them know that you know uh we're the the ohana family is coming out to oh, support yeah, please 
Absolutely. Awesome. That, that would also strengthen our case to get him onto the show, so you guys can ask Yeah, questions. there you go. Yeah, see? Yeah. See? And it's we'll all... try to make sure if he's on the screen that that comic book isn't popping up. Yeah. The <laughs> it's the circle of life. Oh, you know what, Greg? Actually, if you can, you got to make I it was... pop up one or two. I was gonna say, I actually think I am gonna do it. <laughs> he seems like he's a good dude, like he's got a good sense of humor. So yeah, for sure, that would be well, hilarious. The book is popping up. Well, we saw your TikTok video, buddy. Yeah, we just wanted to stay on brand, you know, make you feel at home. Oh, that's so funny. Saf said in the chat, he uh, chat, he was like, "Larry, we learned a few weeks ago, just go like this to Deegan." Quote. Oh, it's okay if you can't do a commission, Deegan. It's just one of the biggest wishes I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll do it. Yeah, and your exactly. comes back from the stack, fan. You guilt, you guilt me. What'd you do? <laughs> just... <laughs> I know because I think I'm going to try to get Christian. Doesn't know it yet, but I'm going to try to get Christian to go to Baltimore with me. So, uh, yeah, he'll end up he'll end up having to try to wrangle me again. And keep that, me on on task. Says this is the OCU, the Ohana Comics Universe. Actually, there you go. Uh, we're keeping the word Ohana because Ohana does mean family. We want to continue building a family, but we are going to be switching our name to Team Ohana because a lot of the content we put out is not only comic related. That makes you know, sense. It's we got a lot of reaction videos. We talk about things that are in Star Wars. We talk about things that are in uh, um, the Game of Thrones spinoff, the Lord of the Rings spinoffs. Uh, upcoming information that might be in Disney. We, General we make, fandom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I mean, we want to start talking about uh, numismatics. Thank you for correcting my pronunciation of that. Ah. Uh, coins, uh, sports cards. I wouldn't mind you, talking about just paraphernalia. Uh, not paraphernalia. A memorabilia. You just started speaking Spanish. I, I was going to say, idea. do you know? Have you heard that word? Uh -uh. Numismatics. Uh -uh. No, it's the fancy word for like coin collecting. Coin, coin collecting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. I just fell asleep. What? What were you, <laughs> what were you talking about? Those are going to be uh, very Richard specific episodes. I'll just edit them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. To each his own. To each his own. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're, I just want to make, I mean, we'll talk about even like Magic of the Gathering cards. We can talk about Pokemon. Just have just chats about people mm -hmm. and just uh, let, give a forum for anybody that is interested in stuff to just talk and meet other people that are interested in it as well. Uh, I didn't watch. It's a nerd safe space is what it is. You know, I didn't have one. <laughs> That's a good up, way so. to put it. That's awesome. Sap said, if you, uh, if you go bring a box of things for Deegan to sign at the peak time. Yeah. Of, <laughs> of the convention. <laughs> yeah. You should roll up with your long box and be like, uh, signatures are free, right? Yeah, I'm gonna walk. I just like, <laughs> just, like a doof. Just have like a toothpick in my mouth, so I can be like that, the douchiest possible. Hey, uh, you're yeah. digging right? Yeah. yeah. Can you say and when I'm trying to talk to you, just be like, "Oh, sorry. Can you repeat that? I was uh, checking my eBay listings and seeing. Uh, yeah, right. Seeing what stuff's going for. <laughs> drop, drop shipping these uh, signed digging books or whatever your name is. All right. Got it. Needed comics. Ask worst comic geek, uh, comic gimmick character. Oh, oh, that's a fun mm. question. Worst comic gimmick character. Now, Condiment what would man. fall under that? <laughs> Condiment man. Yeah, that's that's a strong, that's a strong choice. Damn. I, I don't know why I dislike him so much, but Frogman. It came just, to my mind. It came to my mind. It he's did. just so dorky looking, and yeah. like I understand that. 
the powers of a frog actually wouldn't be that uncool in in reality, you know, because you could jump far, you you know, stick to things. But it's like, I think just that combination is just so whack. <laughs> it's hard to make that cool. Like, um, Tiago asked, out of curiosity, how many videos have we uploaded in the last forty days? I feel like it's more than 40, which is already insane because it's one per day. You well, guys have, you guys have full-time jobs too, don't you? Yeah, I know that between... Yeah. How do you do this, that? When <laughs> I did this week's New Comic Book Day, I had to go to the last New Comic Book Day to get the link so I could put it into the random comment generator to give away the books. And I was scrolling down like, where the heck is it? There were 14 videos done in one week. <laughs> oh, man. So, I know we so did two weeks worth of videos in one week. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, we've broken the total seventy-five thousand views on the channel. Uh, we've broken fifty thousand. Was it no five thousand hours? Right. Wow. Um, of of watches. Um, we, that's we've how the kids say. That's a lot of content. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Now let me have hey. some Kathy. <laughs> 60 videos in the last uh, 40 days. Good Lord, man. Now, granted, some of them were... Oh, shirtless bear fighter, I would love to, but that first print oh. is so expensive. Oh, I wish I had that first one, but I got the first of the second volume that just released. Awesome. And I'm going to share it when I can find it here. Shop for Comics said, do, you, do any of you remember the guy in the in one of the McFarlane ASMs where he was bit by a radio radioactive rabbit. I don't remember that one. Oh, what, what about the rabbit girl? The one oh, that um, had Spider-Man and Frogman's head on the wall on the cover. And Yeah, and she had like an oh, umbrella or something. Crap, what's her name? They did a Marvel Legend figure of her like last year. Yeah. Oh, that's going to drive me nuts. It's not like I have the entire rabbit? internet at my fingertips that I could figure this out. Tiago just counted 60 videos in the last 40 days. My oh my. And I'd say 59 of them are Greg pushing me push past my limits. It's not <laughs> enough. It should be 80 so that it's double the days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two well, videos a day are bust, guys. Okay, so we'll have to work on it to get the average up. White Rabbit, shop for comics coming in clutch. Yep. So her name was White Rabbit. Yeah, How that's do you a feel pretty, about Squirrel a pretty Girl? bad one. Squirrel Girl's awesome. Like she's actually Squirrel. a really good character. Once they Richard, fleshed Richard, her out, uh, Richard likes to point out that she defeated uh, who? Galactus. <laughs> I think. Oh, I but yeah, you guys, away. you guys didn't answer that question. Who's your, uh, what was it, uh, worst comic gimmick character? <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> that cover is fantastic. Going up to the gummy bears. Oh man. Yeah, I actually have a first appearance of Squirrel Girl in a 9-8. What was the question that was earlier that we didn't answer? Wait a second. Oh, well, Deegan was saying we didn't pick our... <sighs> yeah, uh, your worst gimmick. Pokey characters. Uh, no, I, I was saying comic book. I mean, Condiment Man. Oh, yeah, that was yours. Yeah, I forgot about that. And I brought up White Rabbit. Oh, so White Rabbit's yours? Yeah, it's a good I guess. I have a, much, I have a much less history than you guys do. Now Armadillo I do have a, isn't great. I do have a different character, which he was a star of a comic book series, and it was kind of hokey, but I always loved it, which was Reed Fleming, World's Toughest Milkman. You could be making that up, and I would have no idea. No, I'm not. 
I'm not. That's a real thing. Yes, he had his milk truck, and there was like a little mini fridge there. He'd open up. I think it was like scotch in there. And every time he'd see like a car pulling out with the guy going to work, he would go inside, and bang the wife. I mean, it was. What oh my god! What am what? I looking at? All right, I have what to share this. The heck is happening. <laughs> yep. There we go. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Jeez. What? Reed Fleming, world's he toughest milkman. He looks, he looks like that actor that was in the 90s. He was in everything, but nobody knew his name. I think he's Ron Howard's brother. Do you oh, remember? yeah. Like, he totally yes. looks like that guy. <laughs> uh, top left, that was issue number one. Yeah. Action, <laughs> thrills, romance. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I had all of these, man. <laughs> Apparently, I had a very good comic book store. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. What? I gotta shut my door again. My dog just decided he wanted to join me. You're good. I thought I told you to shut up. <laughs> hey, buddy, come on. Come this on. is awesome. Come on. Good boy. Good boy. Hi. How you doing? And you know another one that I always liked, and he gained a lot more popularity. It was up about the same time period. The Tick, the original Tick series. Oh my goodness! I remember Patrick Warburton. Yep. Oh, the Tick, nice. <laughs> oh man, I remember the cartoon vividly as a kid. Saf Red Battle Pope. I'm like I remember the comic book to Pope John Paul II. Battle Pope was Kirkman's first, I think. Come on. Oh God. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. Fun stuff. Shirtless bear fighter is so stupid and fun. So yes. she hulk. <laughs> Here's a. <laughs> I gotta show you. They made a they made a figurine of shirtless bear fighter, and his whole thing is he's naked a lot. <laughs> and uh, so he's more than shirtless. It's like the the, the pixelated the pixelation is built into the figure. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! Is that amazing? <laughs> so good. Sorry, uh, my dog. My dog uh, wanted to make a guest appearance. That was the question. Does anybody want to talk about this, the crappy uh, casting for Thunderbolts? Oh, you Kirk. just mean like the lineup? What if Xbox? That's the question. Was the casting itself? But in the lineup. Uh, uh, Anthony Wheeler says, they want to talk about the crappy Thunderbolts casting? You um, mean, Anthony, do you mean the cast or the, the lineup they chose? I'd be curious to see what you said. Uh, I really wish that they had taken this opportunity to fix the fact that Thunderbolts had the, I mean, that uh, Taskmaster was done wrong and they could bring the right one in, but... Uh, you never know. They might do something. How did you I feel about so. uh, How did you feel about Taskmaster, uh, Deegan? <sighs> I don't I don't necessarily care as much that they gender swapped it. Mm -hmm. I just wish that it was actually 
Tony Masters. I'm like, why can't you just call a woman Tony? T O N I. Like, yeah, like do it Tony Masters still. And but they took away the entire character of Tony Masters. It's yes. just gone. And I'm like, you know, I was hoping that maybe this was just going to lead to the real Taskmaster being a thing later. But it looks like from everything that I've seen, it's still the same girl that's playing Taskmaster and thunderbolts well mm. i mean maybe so, that character develop it better now that I she's not so. under the mind control yeah now that she's not just a guard dog with no you know ability to think or speak on her own like that was just so that was just boring I yeah man, i didn't hear that yeah. it was a female just the character itself was like the fight scenes were good until they revealed origin how who she was why she was i'm like what mm-hmm. no <laughs> yeah so close <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and Saf, I think, asked, um, this is Max. He's very needy. <laughs> and when when I'm in my office uh, for too long, he gets very upset. Oh. So he's like, I think he's sleepy, too. Like, normally he's... He looks too, it. Because <laughs> normally, you know, towards the end of the night, like, I'll still keep working, but I'll work in the living room. And he'll be sleeping on the couch next to me. And he's just like, why aren't we sleeping on the couch like we're supposed to? As he stares me right in the eyes, he's just like, yeah. I know couch. (laughs) Well, we don't uh, allow the – used to, but uh, not anymore. Allow the dogs to be on the furniture upstairs. I record in the the hovel, the basement dungeon. (laughs) And when I record, I allow the Basset Hound, Buster, to come down. And uh, join and be on the couch that's down here, the basement couch. So the the one that is the most happy about us doing was it forty videos, 60, 60 videos in forty days <laughs> is Mister Knucklehead over there. He's out like a light. <laughs> and if it weren't such a pain in the neck to unclip the camera, I'd flip it around real quick. But uh, putting it back on would be pain but yeah he's out like a light and he now sees me every night getting up and start heading to the hallway and he comes running like i'm coming to i'm coming to i'm coming to he now knows it's like hungry and broadcast i think of the two words he knows broadcast broadcast (laughs) the hardest part is when we're done going upstairs i'm like come on no (laughs) (laughs) he's like no i'm comfortable now like i don't yeah, I go upstairs, I turn the lights off, I leave the door open at the top of the stairs. He might come up 15 minutes later like, I'm lonely. I don't like it down here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Saf- but, um, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, Saf said I had no prior knowledge with Thunderbolts and I didn't really get Winter Soldier being with these, quote, villains. I think they're they're more of just morally ambiguous. More of the anti-hero. Punisher kind of people, yeah. yeah. I think that's what I'm disappointed about is I... I don't, and maybe, you know, it's still early on. Maybe they just haven't announced everything, but I just don't understand how you can do the Thunderbolts without Zemo. Mm. You know, because spoilers for anybody who hasn't read the Thunderbolts comics, you have five seconds to mute. Um, One, two, three, four, five. In the original Thunderbolts comics, it was basically nobody knew that the Thunderbolts team weren't, new superhero good guys and they were basically posing as a new super team and uh you come to find out later in the thunderbolts comics that the main guy uh what is it citizen citizen v is that his name 
That sounds right. Mm -hmm. Citizen V, it turns out to be Baron Zemo, and all the characters in Thunderbolts are actually former supervillains who are posing as heroes. So I'm like, that's such a cool storyline. Like, it looks like what they're doing in the MCU is more just doing their own version of the Suicide Squad. That's kind of what I was getting from that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a bummer, because I thought the Thunderbolts had such an interesting, unique story that they could have... could have played with but hopefully they'll still do it and maybe it's just you know they haven't announced everything yet yeah they could be being cheeky a little bit maybe sneak it in there because i enjoy him uh in winter soldier like i I liked him in that show too yeah that was was zemo right uh zemo yeah zemo was in falcon and the winter soldier yeah and he was all yeah like you said he was awesome in that we actually got to see him be a little more actiony instead of like in Civil War where he was more just pulling the strings of everything. So yeah, exactly. Um, and like I don't mind Winter Soldier being in it just because I love what they've done with Winter Soldier in the movies. So I'm like, you could throw him in anything and I'm down. But it just doesn't feel like the Thunderbolts, you know. Like I don't think um, I don't think uh, Red Guardian was ever in the comics. No. Thunderbolts was he? It doesn't look like any of. <laughs> Yeah, How do these people. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah. None, of the, none of the Thunderbolts you know, from the Hulk 449 are in this. I don't. Oh, think. that's true. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, right now I was just trying to find a picture of the the cast that they announced at D23, and it was really hard because there were so many fan made ones, and everyone had Zemo in it. Yeah. So I just I, I finally found that I'm like, oh yeah, there's Red Guardian going hi. I do love that he's in it because he was one of my favorite parts of Black Widow. I didn't like Black Widow very much, but he was one of the better parts of it. I agree. Uh, and I, I really do love Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. I did not like what was written in that movie for her. Yeah. Uh, I like Yelena Belova in that. Oh, she was I fantastic. I really loved her in Hawkeye. Yeah, absolutely. Her- so Kate Bishop. <laughs> Is it just me or like I just felt like the Black Widow movie was too little too late? You know, like that movie should have came out a year or two after the first Avengers. You know, was, like I feel yeah. like it was that weird. was when her pro, you know, her peak in the movies was, and to do it after she died, you know, it's like it's just a. It was weird. Felt like a weird. And um, yeah, another thing about that though is I think a lot of people were expecting that to be an origin movie of Black Widow. Yeah, and it wasn't. Yeah, so. yeah, it was like this weird middle ground between Infinity War and or between. It was leading up to Infinity War, right? Or was it in between Infinity War and Endgame? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. I really thought that, you know, how she always says that Hawkeye made a different call when he was sent to kill her. I yeah. thought it was going to be like her origin ending at that scene. That would have been cool. Yeah. All right. So it picks, the movie picks up shortly after the events of Civil War. Okay. Yes. It was before everybody got dusted. Right, because she's in in hiding and everything else. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, you know, even though I didn't care for that movie, at least we got Red Guardian and Yelena out of it. So it looks like my heart rate. And I'm not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I know a lot of people, especially big MCU fans, would crucify me for this, but I didn't really like Black Widow in any of the movie. In any of the movies. Like oh. to me, I had, I had, I got tainted because do you guys remember the an- short-lived animated series Earth's Mightiest Heroes that was like in 2009, 2010, like right when the first, the MCU first started. Mm. Um, it was a like page for page, perfect 
interpretation of the Avengers comic books. And they did a great job in that animated series. And each of the characters was like so well done. And Black Widow was one of them. And Black Widow was done so well in that animated series that when they she got introduced into the MCU, I was like, this isn't Black Widow. Like, this isn't, you know, it, it didn't feel like the comics or the animated series version of Black Widow. So it just kind of never, never sat right with me. Did you like Black Widow and What If? Which episodes was she in? She was in the, the, the post-apocalyptic one, one yep. right? Uh, okay, yeah, and she was a part of the team. Which was also animated. Towards the end. Yeah, I mean, she was better in that. But, like, they I just always liked her. off her. of the MCU one. Yeah, I always liked her in the comics and in the animated shows. Is kind of like the more mysterious and you're never quite sure if she really is on your side. Yeah, kind of character, and they just never really went down that road with her. She was always one of the like biggest like rah rah let's go team people, you know, on the on the Avengers. You know, like she was kind of one of the glue characters that kind of held a lot of them together. I would have liked it better if you kind of never knew if she was really on your side or not until you know they it kind came of down to it. Started touching on that a little bit in Winter Soldier, but they didn't get all the way. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I am looking forward to seeing. I like ghosts. I think um, Valentina. I like her casting. I like Valentina. What's uh, her face is Valentina. Julia Liberty Dreyfus. Oh yeah, yeah. I think she's going to be interesting. I think she's going to kind of hold that movie together like a Nick Fury mm-hmm. held together. You know, a lot of the early Avengers stuff. But I look forward to ghosts. Uh, John Walker is the Captain America I love to hate. Yeah, he is so good in that part. Like, he plays I, that I, part I feel like so I'm the only well. one that liked him. Do you remember how much vitriol people were making so many memes about like Walmart version of? <laughs> Again, it was it was a lot of the people that have never read a comic book in their life, you know. So they're just on the outside looking in as oh, they're just trying to replace Captain America. It's like, well, no, if you know the comics, like yeah. the whole point of his character is that he could never replace Captain America, and he's kind of off his rocker a little bit. I like, like even the little reaction of like Chris Evans watching the thing is like it's like I'm Captain America, not him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anytime those arguments come up online, I'm just it just makes me. I'm like, read a comic book. Like you know, I'm just like <laughs> for the love of God. Like yeah. it, it's just like, do you guys remember in the lead up to Spider-Man: Far From Home, how everybody was like, "Oh, Mysterio is so cool. Like it's neat that he's got a new mentor." And it's just like, guys, are you dumb? Like, have you never seen Spider-Man the Animated Series, read a comic book, seen anything with Mysterio in it? He's not a good guy. Like, they're portraying him as a good guy because that's his shtick, is that he tries to lie to people oh. and come off as a good guy. You know? There were people and, that thought he was, like, genuinely... Dude, it was all over the internet leading up to Far From Home. There were even memes of it where it was, like, comic book fans... Re- or it had a, you know, a face that was, like... And it was like comic book fans knowing that Mysterio isn't a good guy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. There were so many people leading up to that movie. I even had family members, you know, that know nothing about the comics but love MCU that were like, oh, man, do you think he's going to be an Avenger? And like, do you? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, absolutely. He's a, yes, great, he's a absolutely. great hero in the comic book. No. <laughs> Did you ever see that? It got pretty popular there was a picture of uh a female wearing it wasn't 
I think it was it said Stop Wars, but it was like the same font as Star Wars. And somebody saying, check out this hipster, chi hipster chick wearing a Star Wars shirt, but she doesn't even know what Star Wars is about. And somebody replied to him, that's Natalie Portman. She was in Star Wars, stupid. <laughs> oh, man. It's crazy that the prequels are old enough now to where there's people who grew up without, like, I know. Before, grew up after they came out. Like, it's... Well, I'm just—I'm I mean, slowly turning into an old guy shouting at the clouds, man. Like, telling people to get off my lawn, and I hate it. But at the well, same time, I'm just kind of embracing it. <laughs> I'm gonna bring you a uh, a pair of white New Balance shoes in Baltimore. <laughs> I'll make sure to pack some cargo shorts. <laughs> when I well, watched uh, No Way Home and seeing the the characters, I was actually wondering if they were making Norman Osborn a good guy. That he oh, finally really? had to walk away from the Green Goblin persona. I thought I was wondering that too, but that was like that's because they were leading you that way intentionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And since I'm such a, um, you know, like I'm a historian of Spider-Man in particular, they've done that a few times in the comics where they really yeah. tried to play with you and be like, "Oh no, Norman's finally like turned a new leaf," and it yep. was mostly the Green Goblin that made him do the bad stuff. He's not that bad of a person. And I love that they really played that up. And man, I rewatched that movie again recently because I saw the extended cut in mm -hmm. theaters that they re-released. And I just can't get over how much I love that movie. Like I could watch that movie over and over. Willem I just think Poe it was so well so done. Perfect. Yes. And it makes mm -hmm. me wonder how good the original would have been if they didn't give him that damn mask. Right, because one of the best, my favorite, one of my favorite parts in that whole movie, and I could name a ton of them, but one of my favorites is when they first fight. And so they're in the hallway, in the and he's punching him in the face. And he's like, and he's just ah, laughing ah, at, yeah. And he's just like, almost like, bring it on. I love yeah, it. I'm, it's like, I'm oh. sitting back in my seat, like, damn. Yeah, it's so good. And I love the line where he goes, um, um, powerful enough to have it all, too weak to take it. Yes. And he, he, oh my God, I'm just like, let's go. <laughs> I have to admit, I'm a huge fan of that that meme that goes around with him. <laughs> the people are always like, I'm something of a scientist myself. They, yeah. they, they change so it to whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. One of my favorite memes is totally off subject is the Venom meme. It's a comic book panel of Venom in the comics where he actually said, That's correct, madam. Uh, and they use it on a bunch of stuff. Like one meme I saw was uh, me as an adult intellectual going to McDonald's and asking for a kid's meal and to not forget the toy. And it's the McDonald's employee saying, so you want a kid's meal with the toy? And then it shows Venom going, that's correct, madam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> correct, madam. <laughs> oh, man. I love good old 90s Venom where he basically talked like a Shakespearean like um, <laughs> like yeah like it, he had such a weird like David yeah, there it is yeah oh, that's nice. stop, stop wars <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> this hipster chick doesn't even probably doesn't even know what Star Wars is oh my god you're an idiot <laughs> Uh, so we're coming up on 11.30, and we know we're stopping this at 12. I think we have a second giveaway. Oh, yeah, you got to do that. Don't forget to do yeah, that. We, we do, we do. Give people the monies. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, oh, and I just noticed in the second chat that Greg asked me that 15 minutes ago. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I'm trying. I, what I actually have is the, the StreamYard, eighty percent of the screen, and behind it is the screen from the control panel, control room of YouTube, so I could just see the chat there. <laughs> but my eyes yeah. keep going from the YouTube chat to the to the picture to the YouTube chat. They're just like skipping right over the private chat. Sorry, Craig. What we should have done is just every minute just been like Richard, 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 Richard. <laughs> and then just capitalize it, Richard Mueller. <laughs> Bueller. <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny. Man, people are people are already starting to not know that reference, and it's like, what is what is, be, what is becoming? So, yeah, we're gonna get ready to pull the second twenty-five dollar gift certificate or whichever form of payment Ooh. you would prefer. And if you're here, then fantastic, and it'll get doubled. All right. And again, guys, when this drawing is done, and I know a lot of people are like, well, I didn't win that. Let me unsubscribe. We're at 980 subscribers. 20 more subscribers. We hit 1,000. And that's just the giveaway that we've been pushing now not for a year. And we finally got to it. And that is Ultimate Fallout 4, second printing, Pacelli, first appearance of Miles Morales in a 9.6 white page. If you're not a comic collector, this is a $200 book. If you're in 2021, this is a $400 book. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. The market has corrected, but we do know that people are willing to pay $400 for this book. But right now, it's a $200 book. It will be given away when we hit the 1000 hopefully this week, and we can do it on the live stream next week. And this includes worldwide shipping. Uh, hopefully you're you're not in a country that customs will claim it and make you pay some exorbitant tax, otherwise it gets returned. That's a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> so I am ready. Are you ready, sir? Yep. All right, here we go. There we go. Winner number two will be G. Hey, this is an OG member. Awesome. That makes it even awesome better. What does that say on the uh I can't read that small font? Yes. Man, killer giveaway. All right. So the question first is is Chuck G in the house? I felt like that was necessary after in the house. Staff, you're in Fiji. I know that's in, cool. I just read that too. I was like, "What?" You're not I hope Fiji, that's vacation. I thought it was in up around Boston. I thought it was Fiji. I love your water. <laughs> <laughs> it's so clear. <laughs> so Those I'm commercials are creepy. I know they are. Untouched by Nate. Untouched by man. <laughs> Fresh it's water. Like, untouched by man. No, me too. <laughs> I can't say that. No. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to know what happened in the 80s, Richard. No, it was a weird time. <laughs> so, the, Reagan, the Reagan era was strange for a lot of people. We're going to stick to uh, give Chuck a chance. He might be like doing something and his hands are greasy and he's got to go wash up and clean and get to the phone because he doesn't want to get greasy fingerprints all over the phone. Actually, that's me. But if you don't hear that it stays as $25. Hopefully you see this on the replay. You Come on, Chuck. Replay. Come on, Chuck. See this on the replay. I will, you know, reach out to me on Instagram as you've done for when you've won the comic books and let me know. And either it's 25. If you see it on a replay 
or 50 if you're here tonight and you can say, hey, I'm here. Give me more money. <laughs> oh, man. So that's the giveaways for tonight. Again, that does not mean that you have to disappear because we still have more books that we're going to be giving away, more stuff that we're going to be giving away. If we hit 1,000 next week. And I don't know if, uh, Deegan, you said uh, you're you're on a convention next week? Yeah, I'm in Memphis next week. So, okay. If for some reason we are able to hit the 1,000 subscriber, we're going to have to get some extra little giveaways that we can give during the course of the show. And just that'll be another great day and another milestone that we're really looking forward to hitting. Well, we'll... Um... I might be able to pop in there for a minute, depending on how many commissions I have that weekend, because I'll just be at the hotel doing absolutely nothing on Saturday night. <laughs> so you'll, you'll be doing <laughs> might be able the, to hop in from the hotel. You'll be doing all the commissions that your friends are like, why did you take that? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll, we'll see. We'll, uh, He's in the house. <laughs> Maybe I could pop in in the middle of the stream, like uh, the um, the popular guest stars in '90s sitcoms. Oh, you know, like whenever they just whenever Urkel would come in halfway through the episode, and everybody. Craig, <laughs> we need a doorbell sound effect. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious! I and I have to. And when you when you bring me in, I have to have my back turned because for some reason, whenever they would open the door, their back would always be turned, and yes. turn around and be like. What's up? Yeah. I was about to leave, but you opened the door. Yeah. How like, you doing? Like, you weirdo. It's like, can we talk about Full House and Uncle Jesse and how... What's this? <laughs> I think you just muted uh, Deegan. Did I? No. I see his... He's talking. Nothing's coming through. There, I unshared it. Uh oh, Deegan, your your voice is gone again. Your mic. Your magic mic is not working. <laughs> Saf says, I travel a lot and I was already told my Fiji water jokes are old. <laughs> there you go. Hey, oh. No, oh, there hey, it is. No. There it is. I don't know what we, happened. We good? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Sorry. No, it's okay. I was just—I just found a. Sitcom. I just turned into a mime. I just turned into a mime for a minute. I'm trying to find a <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I need one of these in my sure life. That... Like, I just need to put it on my phone to make myself feel better all the time. Oh, yes. Dude, that's a solid Seinfeld impression. Let me. What's the deal? That's pretty good, too. Oh, my God. Yes. Nice. Oh, man. That's so funny. Saf said while he was traveling, he was a weird American. When he went to watch a show in England, apparently there everyone's quiet and doesn't clap and say ha at everything. What? Oh, that's strange. Yeah, a long time ago, a friend of mine, um, his brother was a stockbroker, pulled off some massive trade, and uh, the customer was so happy, gave him tickets to game four, Bulls at the Knicks for um, the playoffs. 
Wow. Was that and back it, when Jordan was playing? That was the game that turned out to be that John Starks dunked on Jordan. Oh, okay. So if wow. you're a real basketball fan, you know which one it was. And we, he didn't want to go, so he gave the tickets to my friend. My friend's like, should we go or should I sell them? I'm like, you'd get a fortune for the tickets, but we're never going to see these seats again. I don't know. So we wound up going. That's we awesome. Were, like a couple rows behind the court underneath the basket. That's Damn. awesome. And when Starks dunked on Jordan, that's actually the, the area where people go to socialize. They don't actually go to watch the game, right? So I jump up like, yeah! And the person behind me, would you please sit down? Oh, my God. And I turn around like, take your ass to the damn opera, man. This is a basketball game. <laughs> and my friend's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> God, I'm so jealous. I wish that I, I was just young enough to where I didn't get to, like, go and see Jordan in person. I'm I'm such a massive Michael Jordan fan. Like, I wish that I could have. He that really was. Cool. Man, you could like pick any game and make a, a highlight highlight feel uh, real from him. I saw yeah. him. I saw him when he he was playing for the Wizards here. Oh, did you? <laughs> so it's not yeah. quite not not quite this. It's like uh, it's like yeah. uh, it's like seeing a you know the the shell of their former self. I mean, yeah. he was still better than a lot of the young guys at 40 years old. So, I mean, it's, it's like yeah. watching a Frank Miller draw. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, this is cool, yeah. but it's just not the same. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, especially, God, did you guys watch The Last Dance documentary? Uh, I didn't, but no. I, I, I know it was super popular, yeah. It's so freaking good. Like, I, I, I even know people who aren't huge sports fans that watched it. And it's just such a well put together documentary that it was even interesting to people who didn't really watch sports. It it was really well done. What's your that... favorite sports movie? Oh man, Mighty Ducks. Nice. I freaking love Mighty Ducks. Oh my god, I agree. That was it was so fun. A little funny aside, really quick. So I grew up in Arizona, right? So when I was like five six years old mighty ducks came out and my mom took me to see it at the theater and i just came out freaking loving that movie and i was like mom i want to play hockey <laughs> and she's like deegan we live in arizona like <laughs> you know how hard it's Somebody gonna has be to be for me first, to find... <laughs> you know how hard it's gonna be for me to find a hockey team here and i was like mom please try and she looked for weeks and even though we had one ice rink in arizona there was no real you know um peewee hockey league mm -hmm. uh in arizona so she was like i'm sorry i tried so you're playing basketball <laughs> and i was like okay <laughs> but yeah it was so funny i wanted to play hockey so bad but i was in arizona that's like the worst place you could possibly <laughs> yeah. grow up if you want to play <laughs> hockey but yeah so mighty ducks is my answer what about you greg i think it's sandlot <sighs> that's solid choice I, solid. I remember vividly going to the theater with my best friend and his dad and we were like the only ones in there and Aww. i was like man this movie's awesome that's cool the great bambino <laughs> you telling me that this ball was signed by george ruth george herman ruth yeah. <laughs> you're not in trouble you're dead where you stand <laughs> and i remember when i when i was older and i'd watched it again i was like this dog ain't that big this dog is not as big. I know, but when we were kids, I thought it was a monster dog. Like I thought it was literally like genetically modified. <laughs> yes, and I 
and or I, the one I, from the first Hulk movie. <laughs> <laughs> I came to the realization that it's probably I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and say that it was told from the point of view of the kiddos. That's a good way to look at it, actually. Yeah, you know? that's smart. Yeah. So I'm just a sucker for movies that have that narrator, you know, like mm-hmm. A Christmas Story, Sandlot. Um, God, what are some of the other ones? Like, I just I, it's such a nostalgic thing you know like yeah. having that that narrator stand by me you know like i love that stuff yeah all right let's see here larry saw michael vick at, at uh, tech that's awesome nice um mighty ducks came, uh, came out when i came to america and that's what i and then i watched the cartoons and was learning english i was so confused the cartoon had to do with the movies. <laughs> Not i know much. that is confusing because it had nothing <laughs> to do with the movie so it's like what is happening? <laughs> Why are these talking ducks have superpowers? Right. <laughs> uh, we're in Arizona. I lived in Mesa for a couple of years, says Larry. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Uh, I grew up in Tucson, so about two hours away. Uh, and then Saf said his favorite movie is probably Lucas. Do I... Lucas. Oh, what is that? Lucas. That sounds really familiar. What was that one? Uh, Lucas. Like Rudy? I don't know. <laughs> and then Larry said his is Hoosiers, and I've always heard good things about that, but for some reason I've just it's one of those movies that's in my blind spot. I never I never watched it. Because um, I, I honestly love sports movies. I'm just a fan of like uh when you take a team that's like the underdog and they end up winning you know, like have you ever seen Miracle? Yes. Oh, oh man. And that's even better because it's a true story, <laughs> you know, so it's like that movie is is so good. Oh, okay. and, I, and I love Kurt Russell. Right. Uh, I found Lucas. It's a uh, like a '90s kind of. Oh. Corey Haim, Charlie Sheen. Dang, I don't think I've ever seen that one. I haven't I'm either. Familiar with it. And I'm a fan of the Corys, so I. I... <laughs> <laughs> Winona Ryder. Wow. Dang, that's a decent cast. Yeah, like it reminds me of huh. um, Little Giants. <laughs> I love Little Giants. Oh my god, it's basically Mighty Ducks but football. Yeah. <laughs> god, I love that one. I, I love the little skinny the kid with the glasses. Yes, and he's like, I can't see with this thing on. The kid in Cobra Kai kind of reminds me of that. There's that little yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. There's so many good one-liners in Little Giants. Like when I uh, when uh, I had a band for a long, long time, we would name all of our songs after like random quotes from movies, and they called one of the plays in Little Giants the annexation of Puerto Rico, and so we called one of our songs the annexation of Puerto Rico. That's awesome. <laughs> Larry no, nobody with, uh... got it. Larry jumped in with uh, "Remember the Titans." That's a good one. Major That's a League, good one, which I watch Ma- every year. Just a bit outside. Oh god, amazing! How do, how do they keep laying off pitches this close? <laughs> uh, Field of Dreams. I don't consider that a sports um, movie so much. If you want to cry, Field of Dreams, especially if you have daddy issues, like God, that's a that's yeah. a rough one. <laughs> now, The Replacements is a great movie. Uh, Larry, let that's me talk. That's an underrated <laughs> one. That's an underrated one. Any given Sunday. That's a good one too. That's Robert. De- no, not um. That's uh, Al Pacino. Pacino, yes, yep. right. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, that's a good and one. as far as baseball movie, uh, I got to give it to Moneyball. That's a that's a damn good movie. Never it's really that. interesting. 
Yeah, that soundtrack too. It's yeah. weird. I I like scores, yeah. and the score for that movie is phenomenal. Oh, I got to get the soundtrack to Cobra Kai. <laughs> All five scenes. <laughs> I love, <laughs> dude. Every time an episode ends and it kicks in with that, dun, 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 yeah, I'm like, I'm like, let's go. Yeah, on. let's do this. <laughs> now, what about Cool Runnings? I mean, it just, it's just oh, comedy, that's a but good it's one. I love I that man. Cool. I yes, my. My family lives in North Central Pennsylvania in like a town of like a thousand maybe. And one of their video rental stores was going out of business and I got the VHS of it. Nice. And I, I wore that shit out. I <laughs> I loved Cool Runnings. I saw it in the theater when I was a kid. And when I came home, I took my Legos and I built a bobsled <laughs> with my Legos. <laughs> You're all about the cold weather sports, man. Dude, I did, I think it's because I had I had nothing. In, yeah. You know, it, it came off as like fairy tale like. I was yeah, like, there's yeah. no such thing as weather like that. What is this mysterious snow that I keep seeing in all these movies? <laughs> so I'm looking at the list, uh, a Rolling Stone list of the top 30 sports movies. Um, I'll go through a couple. Number 29, Tin Cup. Kevin I've Costner never Ball. seen that one. Never I've never it. seen that one. Um, we got Miracle, Chariots Miracle's of Fire. Fantastic. I never watched Rudy. I didn't. Rudy's remember. good. Solid. Ooh, Blue Chips. Oh, with uh, didn't that have Shaquille O'Neal in it? Shaquille O'Neal, Penny Hardaway. Yeah, and yeah. Um, that was uh, a good one. Nick Nolte. Yeah. Uh, Any given Sunday, Bend It Like Beckham, the soccer one. I didn't watch. Never that. saw that one. Kira Knightley. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> That's the only reason I'd watch it. <laughs> I think I was, I was working at the movie theater at the time, and I remember nice. the poster going up, and I was like, oh, Pirates Girl. <laughs> the Big Lebowski. It is about bowling. Oh, my God. that That's a that's a stretch Yeah, to consider a, that one a sports movie. What about The Natural? What was that one? Is that a pitcher or something? No, it was Robert Redford is the guy that came back as an old, uh, elderly player to try to get into the majors. Oh, I don't remember. I don't think I've seen that one. Wow, that that's actually a very popular film. Um, what was the one where Costner played a pitcher and he's throwing like a no hitter while he's, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, what was that one? Uh, while he's uh, go, like thinking about his life and where it went wrong. Crap. For the love oh, of the you, game. You know, one of my yeah. favorite favorite ones is um, the Rookie, where the kid breaks his arm by accident and hey, he ends I've up getting like a earlier. super a super arm. And he's pitching in the major leagues like a twelve-year-old kid. Oh, yeah, that was uh, uh, Fred Savage, right? Yeah, I think was that him? No, it was the kid from the kid in King Arthur's Court. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, I can't remember his name. He was in American Pie too as a teenager, so it was weird, like seeing him as this kid in this baseball oh, movie. Oh, yeah, he was the kid that was. Into... Okay, so I remember now. I was like, oh, it's. The... I remember as a kid, I was like, it's this kid that's in everything. Yeah, yeah he was in everything back then. His name is... Uh, oh. uh, while, you're, while you're looking it up, uh, can't believe we didn't think of these two. The Pride of the Yankees, 1942, about Lou Gehrig. never heard of that movie. No idea what that is. Wow, I'm old. Anyway. You're also a New Yorker, so I'm sure that that was a bigger deal in, yeah. you know, in New York. You ever see uh, uh, It's a Wonderful Life? You know what? I have never actually seen all of It's a Wonderful Life. It wasn't I've seen placed in New pieces. York, but uh, White Men Can't Jump. That's a good one. That's solid. Thomas Nicholas is the name of that, that guy. Yeah. I almost said kid. 
Friday Night Lights. I, I feel bad. We went from eleven people to eight people. I'm like, is it because we're talking about sports? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, it's because uh, we we gave away the second. Vi- uh, uh, oh yeah, I didn't think about that too. Bull Durham, Caddyshack. Oh god. Oh yeah, Caddyshack. That's classic. Raging Bull, Bad News Bears. That was funny. Yeah, that's a good one. Number two on the list, <laughs> Rocky. Oh duh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't feel like that movie holds up as well anymore. Like it was, it's still solid, but like it's slow. Like I have, yeah. I don't know about you guys. I I have trouble with movies that came out before the eighties because they were yeah. so much slower to get to the story back then. Like, Jaws wasn't. Jaws was good. I think that was tense enough as it went along. Yeah, Jaws holds up pretty well. But like Alien, like the original Alien, even though I love Alien, it's yeah. still. That one really takes a long time to, to kind of build up. The uh, I saw a documentary. It was made by a British reporter while they were filming Jaws, and I've tried to find it again on the internet. I haven't had any luck. But they're covering. They're like interviewing these people, uh, uh, the actors and everything, as they're filming Jaws. So, huh. it, it's the and the, the intro is the uh, British reporter saying. That um, the studios have given this relative unknown name, Steven Spielberg, a whopping one million dollar budget to bring Peter Benchley's novel to life. I'm like a whopping one million to the. Oh yeah, because movie. yeah, because back then isn't Jaws kind of credited as the first blockbuster? Like yep. it was the first giant summer budget summer, yeah, like big release. Well, for a long, I mean, they did the back in the fifties and early sixties. They were doing movies like um, the Ten Commandments and uh, Ben Hur and these monster. I'm know, Spartacus. Ten thousand people as extras <laughs> and no, you know, no, no. Uh, re- Lawrence uh, of Arabia. Yeah, no, the no budget restrictions, and then they started really. We want to maximize profits and spend the least possible. So everything had really, really small budgets, and they were trying to make movies. Jaws is the one that broke the mold, saying, "Look, if you spend it, you'll make it back." <laughs> so, Rocky is too American propaganda for me on a rewatch, uh, especially Rocky Three or sorry, Rocky Four. No. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> that one's a bit heavy-handed with that. Uh... Yeah. I didn't like you, you none either. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up thinking blockbusters were movies produced by Blockbuster Video. <laughs> I can't tell you the amount of things that I thought like that. I thought, I thought Pizza Hut was Pizza Hot, like the pizza was hot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious! I remember going to Blockbuster to pick up chicks. (laughs) Oh hell yeah! (laughs) I remember going to Blockbuster just like being like. Do you remember that excitement of like going into Blockbuster? You know, on like a Friday night. And hoping that the movie that you wanted was actually still there. I didn't care so much about the movie. I was always ticked off that. What do you mean the Golden Eye hasn't been returned yet? <laughs> yeah, and you, there's that stack that they haven't put away yet. And yeah, go like, look at the return bin. I bet yeah. it's there. I bet yeah. it's there. And they're just you could you know that they were just annoyed as hell because they were like, I haven't gotten to it yet. You can't yeah. go in the stack before I put them out. <laughs> This band that I'm the shirt I'm wearing, Psycho Stick, they have a song called uh, Kids Will Never Know. And it's like a Metallica esque ballad about how the kids will never know how they had to rewind the, the tapes and take them back and make nice. it by 9 p.m. 
and like, <laughs> that's awesome. Rewind. And the late, the late fees. And yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, that was good stuff. I miss yep. that stuff, man. Like I, I love that we have streaming and everything is at our fingertips now. Like that's great and everything, but there's just something about those, those experiences that you just don't get oh, anymore. Yeah. Like, uh, Dude, I want to go get myself a soda in the other room, so uh, the cord's not long enough. I'm gonna have to hang up and call you back, okay? Or I'll, I'll just put the phone down, okay? <laughs> yeah, I got my soda. Thanks. <laughs> Cordless? What the heck? I know, because like I feel like, especially in the in the in the movie store, like you had a lot of options, but it wasn't infinite like it is now. So it was like you've discovered stuff that you would have yes. never discovered because of that experience. Whereas now, I don't know about you guys, but I get decision paralysis all the time. Like there's so much in my queue that I can't just pick something, yeah. you know, and watch it. Like, Well, and uh, tying back to comics, you know, I think you were talking about this before, Richard, how like you would just go and be like, oh, that's a sick cover yeah what's what's that all about just try you, a book out you would try it out you know and yeah. you, you wouldn't you wouldn't have the synopsis beforehand so you could look up three weeks prior or yeah or there wasn't a million videos. reviews that you could see that would dissuade you from trying it the same with know? video games back in the yeah. day man yeah and that's the thing is i feel like nowadays people miss out on so much stuff whether it's comics movies video games because they put so much stock into what other people say about it. And it's like, don't get me wrong, there's room for reviews. And obviously, you know, you guys do reaction videos and stuff. But, like, I feel like so many people aren't willing to just try something and make form their own opinion. They just co-opt other people's opinions. Mm -hmm. And I think you miss a lot of stuff doing well, that. You know? I mean, and, and I know I'm kind of plugging our own videos, but the reaction videos that we did for the five trailers that came out during D23... The Tales of the Jedi, in my head, I didn't watch, read anything about it. I wanted, I didn't want to know, mm -hmm. but I thought it was like 500 or a thousand years ago, how the Jedi formed the council and everything else. That's what I thought it was going to be. And I didn't, A, I, I was like, okay, that sounds like it's going to be good. I'll watch it when it comes out. So I didn't research it. What I thought was going to be Ahsoka, ask Greg, I lost it. I, I'm like... I couldn't breathe. I was like, tears coming down. I'm like, dude, you talk. You talk. I can't. I can't. I, I wasn't ready for a soak and tata. I just freaked me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's laughing at me like, he's pointing at the screen and pointing at me like, that's real. That's real. <laughs> he's really that much of a dork. No. <laughs> uh, we're all that way for at least one or two things. Yes. <laughs> But when we first started doing some reaction videos, I'm like, I can try to react as much as I can. But when it hits Star Wars, that's when it's going to like, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> well, that that would be for me if they ever, and they'll never do it at this point because I think it's just way too far gone. But if they ever did a proper sequel to Back to the Future, the trilogy, like mm. with Christopher mm. Lloyd and... Uh, with Michael J. Fox, like I would bawl my eyes out, and if I saw the trailer for something like that, because Back to the Future is hands down my favorite movie, like ever. I I just adore that movie. It's start to finish, perfect. Yeah, I, I I totally agree. I've heard a lot of people say that over the years, and I have a hard time arguing with it because the pacing is great. It's never, there's never a dull moment. It goes, it doesn't overstay its welcome. The right. actors are super likable. Like, wow. Do you see Saf's latest comment? 
Yeah, I see your Sorry. face. <laughs> Sorry. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Ouch. <laughs> uh, That's an ouchy, bud. <laughs> before I forget, um, I have a acquaintance now. He was a friend for a while, but just life happened. He is a giant uh, Back to the Future guy, and mm-hmm. he he got himself a DeLorean. Uh, and nice. it's like it's super clean and he was like do you want to go you want to go ride around in it <laughs> or whatever you're like do i well it is i don't know if you've ever been in one or seen one no it, i haven't it's super wide first of all but and it's super low and mm. i mean i'm six two so i'm a little tall but not not was crazy were you like <laughs> well the ceiling the, the roof has indents above where the heads are because the rest of the roof uh. is like this low yeah <laughs> so but the the doors are sick and you know i don't know it was it was really cool and it was That's really awesome really gold wing design yeah and he's got a little uh, like flux capacitor on the dashboard that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's super cool yeah yeah i can almost recite that movie like i, yeah. I, I wore the vhs out like I still wish I had that VHS. I'm so sad that I got rid of most of my VHSs. I know. I've I've gone on a big uh, physical media kick lately. I was like, I just I want some stuff to just be mine fully. Yeah, I've always been such a huge physical media person. I'm I'm huge on that. I have so many Blu-rays and you know and 4Ks and all my video games are mostly physical and yeah. Yes, you will not. I'm reading Seth. I'm reading Seth's. I'm All right, a huge let's Star Trek uh, fan and collector. Started watching Star Wars, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is going to be like about freeing the robot slaves because they're clearly sentient." Then Luke buys C-3PO. Then I was thinking, "Oh, this isn't going to be that deep, is it?" <laughs> um, no, it's uh, wow, hot chick. I got to save her and bang her. Wait, she's my sister. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like an oversimplification. <laughs> what lightsaber? What happens if I look down the tube? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so yeah, it's it's basically space Jerry Springer uh-huh. is the father. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Uh, well. We're at the three-hour mark. Yeah, we're at that time. So I want to try to wrap this up a little bit. I'll see if the missus is still awake, and I doubt it. She's probably out. Um, she's been having some neck pain problems lately. She did a drive down to Florida. It was her first nine-hour drive, and she's like, how do you sit like this for nine hours? <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, you got to do the cool pose. Right? It just kind of relaxes the neck muscle. Got to change your posture every once in a while. Exactly. Then you gotta like lean back with both hands and drive with your legs. <laughs> yeah, with all the driving I've been doing this year to conventions, I've had to figure out all kinds of creative ways to sit and change my posture every once in a while. So, yeah, me and my sister did a Star Wars marathon uh, after watching Force Awakens. We were like, "Oh, Luke and Leia are so cute together." Next movie, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I guess you don't know everything there is to know about a woman. You're my brother, well, aren't you? <laughs> well, thank you guys again for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, so we won't see you next week, but you said there was a big hiatus between shows. We might actually have you three weeks in a row. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe we'll have to uh, maybe we'll have to wait a couple weeks so that we can build up some stuff so that I actually have some things to to uh, talk about and bring up to you guys. Well, hopefully we'll uh, pass that thousand mark, and I've got some sloppy seconds. I think I have several of them ready to go. These people, Deegan doesn't. I don't think knows what sloppy seconds is. <laughs> no, um, not not in the context you're not not this context. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Every week, new comic book day, I uh, pick a winner and I give away books. Well, oh, after, okay. after two months, if they don't claim them, they're still wrapped up in the Gemini, Gemini mailers. Uh, I don't even okay. remember what's in them. We'll just nice. pick a random winner from the chat and give me your address and I'll mail it and send it to you and you tell me what it was. That's cool. Free That's cool. comic books is always fun. To put it in context, I did have an unclaimed copy, which I wound up keeping myself, I'm sorry, of 8 Billion Genies number one, cover A, B, and C was in a lot, which I that, sent off for grading. That came back up now, hasn't it? Yep, and all three copies yeah. came back as a 9.8. Those were wow. waiting to, and never got claimed. Nice. So, I'm... That that one I'm not complaining that they didn't claim it, obviously. <laughs> awesome. And Saf, you can always always welcome to be a chatterbug. Lord knows we are. That's what we're doing. We're not oh, just yeah. staring at the screen. That makes the that makes the stream more fun. Yeah, absolutely. So we're gonna try to wrap this up. Deegan, thanks again so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Um, we get so excited when you want to join us. We really do. And you are not you're always welcome. Always welcome. Um, we, I was talking to Greg that if we get a chance to do a t-shirt, I'd love to have like, um, like caricatures of the main character. It'd be like, uh, me and Greg and Sherry and Deegan and Mrs. Ohana and, and, uh, the Basset Hounds. And you were <laughs> That's hilarious. part of the, that circle of people that I wanted in it. So That's and, cool. Thank you. Um, guys, thanks for joining yet again. Don't forget to click on subscribe, like this video it helps it really does and drop a comment in here drop a comment everywhere you want to if we see it and it's a question or anything we'll ask we'll answer it if it's a really cool we'll actually bring it up in the live stream um uh, but on behalf of everybody here at team ohana so thank you for joining until we see you in the next video which might be in 20 minutes <laughs> mahalo <laughs> <laughs>